Love Talk Radio. theme song i went and found right. it to play off youtube you know we have to use these we have to use these copyright free things right public domain it's called public yeah. domain well i had put that on our blog talk space you know blog talk that we started with quite some time ago um yeah, yeah. yeah a, a decade ago uh where we started the show um i had it in there and uh that's where it also played from so i tried to play a different theme song than that played it was all hell what I have to tell you is that it's very, uh, it's very familiar. I spent a little bit of time listening to the old show. So anyway, let me just get tonight started. Let me hand it over to you, who I know might be a bit more competent, ready to, ready to discuss the world's events. Oh, naturally. This is Live at the Sports Attic. Today is September 13th. It's a Tuesday in 2022, and this man is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. And his name is John Steele. <laughs> All right, welcome back. You know, it has been 10 years since we started this show. This is the 10-year anniversary. The alarm is going off. Let me know it's 645 on the dot. So, I mean, that means uh, we're 15 minutes late, but that's our for course for the big program. Uh, today's also a very big day in your life and my life. Hey, Ryan. Happy 90th birthday to Dick Biondi, the Italian stallion, oh. uh, the magic of four days, one of the great disc jockeys of all time. So hats off to uh, Dick Biondi, uh, wherever you are this evening. Hopefully uh, enjoying a warm – it's probably about dinner time right now, so hopefully enjoying a nice warm soup. And, that, is, uh, that is exactly where I thought you were going with that. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday to Dick Biondi. Happy uh, – yeah, yep. it, 10 years ago yesterday this show started. We, we first started 10 years ago. Today. Yeah, 10 years ago. That's a, that's a long time. That's a decade. So, you know, you've gotten a lot older. I've gotten a lot older. 
Uh, I have a cat now. You have a wife now. Which, I mean, today also feels like a very special day. I feel like I'm forgetting something. You um, Dick Biondi's birthday. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Dick Biondi's birthday. And, uh, oh, uh, it was eight years ago today, Al, that you married me. You married Lauren and I uh, in a wonderful ceremony out there in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, at the uh, Bridges yeah. of Poplar Creek. And uh, what a day that was. I'm still honored that you were a part of that day, and I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I married up, and uh, so, I've been pretty lucky. So you guys, um, you married today, mm-hmm. and instead of being uh, doing something special with your wife, you're, you're sitting here uh, in a basement I mean, uh, while I'm sitting in an attic doing this program. It's the 10-year anniversary show. It's the ten year anniversary. Yeah, I mean you couldn't miss the ten year anniversary show. I mean what what anniversary is this of you and your wife? Eight. Like for ten, I'll skip the show and we'll yeah. go out to dinner. Right? Fair like, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll go you and I will go out and dinner and we'll celebrate me marrying you and the wife. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea for I, ten years. I couldn't agree more. I think that's a perfect idea. Thank you, Al, for uh for bringing it up. I know you were alluding that way. So Well, gambling has officially started. Okay. So one yeah. of the things I've listened back on the show I hate is I was using too many crutch words. Okay. So I'm going to try to better my speaking patterns. So if, if I pause a little today, that that's what's going on. I'm, I'm trying not to, to, you know, you know, try oh. not to do that. You know, I, like, you know, that's annoying. I listen to podcasts and I, I hear that guy and that guy drives me crazy. And I was listening back to old shows. and I realized, well, I've turned into that guy. I used to not have those vocal problems. But now all of a sudden I got these ticks and I got to get rid of them. So well, I think you know, focus for the ten year uh, moving forward. Al, I would say that there are a lot of bad habits now, like you know, like have set in for me for myself. I know I say all of those things, uh, use them as a crutch as we, you know, shoot the rust is on tonight. It's been since May since we did a show. We come back in the football season, you know, we're here. Coach Ryan wants to know crutch words. Uh, mine, mine were, uh, you know, you know, I usually you know a lot, and uh, uh, uh. Uh, a lot of that. So I'm going to try – because when I listen to focus, you know, I hyper-focus on things. That's my problem in life. That's why I'm good at fantasy football because I can stare at numbers for hours because I just – I have to get into the head of what's going on. And uh, and uh, that's another one. I got to get rid of that. No more and does, you know? So <laughs> – Mine, Mine's but, uh, uh. Mine's uh. I, I hear it all the time when I, when I listen to a playback. It's uh. There's also this normal – there's also this trend going on in America right now that you are a big part of. It's not only you, it's everybody. With the, let's go. LFG, baby. Let's go. LFG. 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 Every, every, every fucking text I send is LFG after somebody goes, LFG, LFG. Well, baby, everything, everything that's what life is, LFG. man. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's freaking go. If you want to edit it, you can let's freaking go. If you want to, you know, if you want to keep it not PG, let's fucking go. How does this stuff get in our lexicon and it becomes so prevalent that, it, I mean, you hear it every single day now. Words, it's disgusting. words are an ever-evolving situation now. Ever-evolving situation. And you're terrible. Any trend, you're right on, man. You, you, you just jump on. Oh, uh, you and, and, uh, <laughs> I wasn't surprised to see you on Twitter upset with somebody throwing LFG and it was one of the uh, Dax and Harwood guys like FTR doing the better things these days of uh, that promotion, which uh, can't wait to get into talking about this year's trip to see all out. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
We'll get but, a little uh, wrestling. Oh, of course, the Chicago Bears, fantasy football. All of it. Al, I, I said it before. You are top of the line. We could have the top fantasy football show with you a part of it. Like, you are, you are officially into the guru status. I don't know how long you've been there. I didn't know exactly when it happened, but I do know that you are there. Uh, also, uh, yeah, Dax had said LFG, and I remembered uh, noticing that you would uh, pick up on that because uh, Welp, when I used Welp, you, oh come, my God, you came at me one. for Welp. That you jumped on. Oh, yeah. Welp. Everybody was Welp. Yeah. Welp and, I mean, yeah. it's driving me crazy, and I don't know why, but you know, I have issues. I, I go to the shrink. I try to get these things solved. I, I definitely, there, there's just – an epidemic of language that's changing. You know what really upset me is when we started using the word sick to mean something other than sick. That, that, that was when I first started really having a problem with the modern language. That went, that goes back a little while, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's not a new thing. That's one from, from back in the day. They're yeah. like, huh? Uh, you know, we're on Twitch tonight. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook live. Uh, thank you for watching coach Ryan's over there in the Twitch chat. Uh, W Wilson's over there in the first, in the Twitch chat. Al, you know that, uh, they, uh, they were there on Twitch. Yeah. We've been on Twitch for what, about a year now, maybe a little bit more. And of course they we did the take the summer off. They were the pioneers of the Twitch listening audience. And, uh, you know, for that, uh, mad respect, because without you, there wouldn't be us. I mean, that's not true entirely, because let's face it, if nobody was listening, we'd probably still do this and pretend people were listening, which I think we have done in the past. Oh, yeah. So, hell, we've done a show. We've done a show to a, uh, you know, an elderly magician. Yes, we have. That is absolutely a fact. Yes. Yes. Um, the greatest champion at any time. I was thinking that maybe in honor of the, you know, this being 10 years, 10 years ago yesterday, we started in that studio, that, stu- that, that front room studio in Lakeview on Seminary, right near Belmont, right? And that's where, that's where it all began in the front room studio. I was thinking that maybe we should uh, just take a minute or two here to admire uh, just how, how the beginning of this show and I'll play the opening part. You can give me the, uh, hey, let's go. Let's call it when we're ready. But I, I want to hear that first one. Now, on replay All these right. days, on, on live, folks are going to hear this. But on replay, it might not play this part. So we're just going to have to skip ahead on replay. If you're listening and you hear, hear some dead space at this point, this was the beginning of the show back when no one was listening. Maybe a few people were listening. All right, hang on. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's F and go. Can you hear that? Yeah, Blog Talk Radio. Uh Hey, now. It's that time. Now, you find the I got them. They're working. Hey, folks, uh, you're listening to it. Great job with the music over there. A little loud. The production's really improved. 
Wonderful production right there. I'd like to introduce my friend here. The man, Smith the Legend. The guy uh, behind me. Behind the, uh, the microphone next to me. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is Hell Lighter. Oh, thank you, Clark. And what an awesome thing to start off there. It's a big sports radio show, the sports show. Larger at Lawrence Sports Show. And who are we? Well, we're just two guys. We're two guys who've been uh, working together Still true. for a couple of years in comedy. Yep. With some yep. other yep. very funny guys in mm-hmm. Comedy Accident. Uh, comedy Accident. Can't say uh, enough about our group, about uh, the boys in the group, Comedy Accident. We've been doing a great job. We're still trucking along. If you're wondering where Comedy Accident has been, uh, we, we were just meeting tonight, and we, uh, we got another show brewing. There, there's honey in that mustard, if you know what I mean. very kind. You get what I'm saying here? Not even sure. Did you catch that? You, you, said, you, you, you played that drop over. You said, there's honey in the mustard here. There's honey in the mustard? You the said, that, you said there's, honey, there's honey in the mustard here, if you, if you know what I'm saying. It was, yeah. I, know what I know what I'm saying. Well, yeah. listen, it was uh, definitely honey not only are we funny guys who've been <laughs> allegedly. Who've been, hang on. Hang on. Did you, not only are we funny guys allegedly there. Uh, I think you caught yourself realizing that you're calling us funny. Um, when we were really just trying to talk about comedy accidents. And then doing this comedy stuff. We're also big sports fans. Just wait for me. I'm more on this the awful. intelligent level of sports fan where, you know, sure. I like the general managers. I like football. I like the socks. I like things that win where Clark is more tragic. Well, here's my story. I really enjoy the, uh, the, the, the teams that just give it their all all the time, no matter where they're standing. Uh, they can be standing at, at, at the top the of hell? at the top of the line there. They can be number one and all, but if they're, yeah. it's, you know, no. it's it's with the other guys. You know, guys like the Cubs, right? You know, they're just out there trying every day, just causing traffic, just nope. you know, brewing up. Trouble always having, always having, always having trouble with traffic there, aren't you? Hang on. Listen, it's a nice yeah. bar and all, but they play baseball. And, and how exciting is it that we're talking baseball? Wait a minute. Hang on. What did you just say there? I think I'm being sarcastic. If we continue listening, I'm sure. It's a nice bar and all, but they play baseball. And and How exciting is it that we're talking baseball? I mean, it's week two of football, and we could still talk baseball in Chicago, which seldom happens. It happens once in a while for the Sox, never for the Cubs. But right now, the Sox. What was that? True. True. Oh, just yeah. two games ahead of the I, Tigers. They're playing the Tigers tonight. Last night, they, it looked terrible. Pitching's a concern. Uh, everyone's getting a little worried about the Sox, and I understand why. I mean, can we win the World Series? And I think the answer is yes. Well, I wow. got to tell you, I, uh, I actually went to a game the other day, and it, it's strange. The, uh, the Kansas City Royals, of course, they seem to have the White Sox number. Yeah. It, it's just the way it is. And what that comes down to is just about a team matching up with another team. Right. Royals haven't really had the record there, you know. Well, shoot, they're in a small market, but they, um, they, uh, yeah. So you seemed excited to talk baseball in that first show there. I did, yeah. Look, and, look, I'm a good bullshit artist. I mean, clearly. In the other thing there that I realized um, that I was just telling the story of, that was just after I had gone to the the baseball game with Lauren where I jumped out of the way of the home run ball. Uh, and she caught it. She caught it. Would you like to ask a question right at this particular time? Would you like to do that? 
What do you yeah, think? Uh, what do you think of the beginnings of Larcher and Lawrence in a decade ago right there? Now, had you just gone to that game, or this is after that game? Well, hang on. I, I, I need to research uh, while we're going here. Because so if it was after the game, I feel like you really should have started with that. I mean, that yeah. was an intriguing story. Um, oh, absolutely. But I didn't know what I was doing, unlike now, where I definitely know what I'm doing. Yeah. I feel like you also had a lot more opinion back then. You know, you said things. I did? I, I would talk about things? You would, you would give information. Like, there, there, there seemed to be a drive within you. So I would host the show, is what you're saying. I'd be a co-host then. Back then, I would be a right. part of the show. Right. They do. Because they hit a home run uh, there in the top of the ninth to uh, win the game. And someone special caught that home run. Someone very special caught that home run. Uh, my girlfriend, she actually uh, caught that right between her legs, my friend. Well, I don't really yeah. want to go there right now, but I'm sure you've been there once or twice. <laughs> no comment. Uh, <laughs> on to the next thought. It's, it's one of those uh, moments there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> once in a lifetime moments. And I jumped out of the way of that. What, what were you I mean, seeing? Listen, I mean, the ball you pimp me here. You pimp some me. some muscular baseball player gets up there and he he has the bat in his hand and crack it goes. You hear the pop. The crowd shares, The ball's heading straight for you, and you just you freeze. Uh, or you jump out of the way and scream, which is what I did. Uh, I played it over and over in just my wait. mind. You know, over the years, you've been in the bleachers, you've been in the outfield. You're like if that ball comes at me, I'll just stick my hand up and yeah. catch it. That's what you like yeah, to think is going to happen? Yeah. Well, that's what I like to think is going to happen. Right. It's not what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, you're going to jump out of the way. The ball's going to bounce off your bleacher, go behind you, and land in between your girlfriend's legs. And then your friends are going to be able to tell you what a pansy you are. Yeah. Well, how did you yell? What kind of yell? Was it a screech? Was it a – I i don't know if I can re, re, re Well, try. I mean, what, what? It was <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're a pansy. Yeah. And now the two listeners have quit because we screamed in their ear. So – and. and it's, so then we play it again, and then yeah, no. you pimp me out. You had me scream. That's an that's an old comedy game that you do while while doing the old improv. You you ask the other guy to to do it, to sing it. True. Yeah. We still we still had some of our comedy licks back then. You know, they've since faded, but uh, we were a little more sharper. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Um, the, the people in your life that bring out the best in you. The only other thing I wanted to touch on from that episode from 10 years ago was to, uh, to show exactly how uh, we, got our first, we got our first call ever in the history of the show. Okay. Uh, is it Lou from New Jersey? I hope it's Lou from New Jersey. It is not Lou from New Jersey. Ah, jeez. It, uh, it really, it rather amazed me here. Hang on just a moment. Let me... Just make sure that we're there. Hang on. See, I've gotten much better at production, as you can tell. Seamless. I mean, you Seamless. are one of yeah. the best. In the city. Feel free to call back. Uh, no, yeah. That is a or you hate them. It was hang, hang on here, here Oakland. Here you go. One twenty-two fourteen. Uh, why don't uh, why don't we take a phone call here? All right, I'm, I'm excited. We have a phone call. It's our first show. I'm excited. Uh, I know we're perfectly technically sound tonight on that first show right out of the gate because that's just how we roll. This is honestly the most impressive radio show I've ever been on. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That it's was like a uh, down in uh, old Paris, Illinois. Broadcasting from the Eiffel Tower. There you go. There you go. Uh, first caller from the 815. Hello. Are you there, caller? Hello. 
I was wondering what your honest opinion was Hello? of the Carolina Panthers this year. Go ahead. Uh, call it. Uh, we can't hear him. We've lost our caller. Uh, feel free to call back. Uh, that is our one caller. Again, the uh, call in line. Did you just screw this up? We couldn't hear the caller. And we never had a call again. And you they were a call. Yeah. 347 945 I ask him to call back and he does. Three four seven nine four five six one three one. Unbelievable. I I just I believe that was uh out of out of my hands, Al Larcher. I don't think so. I you clearly there was something up with this. This is a guy who earlier in the night thought Violet Violet. No, wait a minute. I've already screwed it up. He's been drinking a lot and I've been doing other things tonight. But uh, he thought he thought velvet was a color. I thought it was it was the color blue. I think they're actually, and, and now we're back to live here in 2022. I think that he actually like. I think you meant purple, not blue, right? You said uh, that was you talking, not me. No, that was you, and I said violet. It, well, you were talking about me earlier talking. Anyway, you yeah. said velvet. The very first caller, it played. Everybody else could hear it, but we couldn't hear it. Right. Right. That, uh, problem when you do a program like this right absolutely my good lfg well that was a thanks for rolling back there with me al i appreciate it i hope you and uh you and the current listeners of the show understand back then we weren't uh we weren't seen at all there was no video of uh of the show it was all blog talk radio and let me say i was always and still am against this whole video thing Always against it. You don't want it. You're doing it out of protest. Yeah. Why do you need to? Uh, this is another trend in America right now where people have to be seen. They do. Everyone does these shows. I mean, everybody has a podcast now. I mean, we were one of the first. I was actually one of the first first with the old wrestling uh, podcast back in the uh, early 2000s uh, when blog one of the first shows on blog talk. But yeah. Now everybody has a, a podcast, and everybody has to be seen on the podcast. They have to have the camera on, which, like, I listen to podcasts. I put it on the phone, and I play a video game. I don't, I don't sit there and have to stare at uh, two homely uh, elderly men uh, sitting in an attic in a basement. Like, it's just – and what is with that haircut, Clark? I don't think I that's mean, what it is. What? Did you get this fixed already? What's wrong with the hair? You went from Korean dictator to uh, – you know, 90s throwback baseball player from a small southern cool. town. What's wrong with that? What's when wrong with that? And are taking look? down the damn Bears flag and you're getting rid of the hats? You got you to gotta throw your hats out, Clark. I, I, mean, I recently purchased two hats. This one, when you buy a fitted hat, here's something, Al. You can't tell the exact size when they come. You, you got to try them on at the store. I made that mistake. And now I'm starting to lose, like, like it, it's cutting off the circulation there. I might, like... I'm losing some of my breath here wearing this one. It's it's just a little. I figure yeah. I can wear it in. Usually you can wear them in. It's just it's well, you have a monstrosity size hat. Is the problem? It's a seven and a half, and that's the size hat. Some some depending on the hat, sometimes seven and five eighths fits better. And then now the snapbacks. I mean, I like snapbacks now. I it used to be fitted hats only, and yeah, too many hats. That's that's what it is. Too many hats. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. That does. But, so, I mean, you've been on Twitter, I mean, all summer, all summer, you have been crying and bitching and moaning and 
failing to understand what a great move it is for the Chicago Bears to relocate their field to Arlington Heights. And you have said you will no longer be a fan, so I want to know, when are you throwing the hat out? When are you getting rid of the flag in the background? I'm going to wait until it's official, until until my the last hope is gone, which, I mean, everything makes too much sense to build your own stadium. If you got if you have to put it, you know, far away, that's fine with me. I don't care if it needs to be far off the lakefront, far away from one of the greatest places that I've ever been to the greatest area I've ever been. I love that view. That's where I enjoy watching football. I'm not going to enjoy going to the middle of a parking lot. I'm not going to enjoy, I'm not going to enjoy going to the middle of a parking lot out in Arlington to go watch football. It's just, it's it's not my thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, you you go you go to the Fine. you watch the Bulls game. Yeah, you don't get the skyline. You watch Hawks games. You go to Chicago Sky games. Uh, all, a tragic defeat there. Um, all within the city. And, you get you get and, you get to take in the city as you go. It's great. And they're basically in a parking lot. You yeah. you don't really get to take in. You go to the United Center. You're not taking in any uh, of yeah. the scenery. Dude, there's no scenery to be had there. There's 17 lots. And guys charging you money. That's all you get to see at the United Center. Arlington Heights is no different. It Arlington makes Heights too much sense. A community. It makes a beautiful yeah. tribute to the it's Chicago gonna be, Bears. It's going to be so easy to get to. It's going to be. It's not going to take any time. Yeah. You won't be crowded. You won't I'm have sure to be crowded if you take a train. It's just. It's going to be the easiest place ever to get to because that's just how it is. If you move it away from the lake, it's going to be easy to get to. It's. It's sold. Yeah, easy to get to. There you go. Perfect. It makes too much sense to build a new stadium out there. It really does. Um, I get it. I understand why. I don't think there's any reason that the team would stay here in Chicago. But I'd like it to. I don't want them to leave the city. Well, tough. I mean, you don't get – you don't – like, as a fan, you have an opinion, and that's fine. But the majority opinion – of the fans is we want it moved and we're going to get it moved because it's the right thing to do for the franchise, for the Chicago bears and for their fandom. The city of Chicago is irrelevant to the, to the entire process. Now, if Chicago wanted to placate the bears, if Chicago wanted to be realistic and try to make things better, fine. But you're, you're talking about adding land to the lake I mean, all the, these horrible ideas. When, when have we never landed, landed, uh, added land to the lake? We've done it for years upon years upon years. There is no Which Grant Park if we hadn't have added on to the lake. Lollapalooza, done. Soldier Field, done. Wouldn't be there. Buckingham Fountain, you, wouldn't be there. If, if, it, you, if, if we weren't building out onto the lake the entire time, the city wouldn't be what it is right now. There wouldn't be. There wouldn't be the sledding hill out there. Oh, you want some northerly island? You like that? Nope, that wouldn't be there because we don't want to build out onto the lake. We've done it for years now. Why the hell can't we continue to do it? We, have, we, haven't, we haven't done it in years. You see, back when we did, when we built land that's capable of being built upon, such as a football stadium, labor costs were a lot less than they are now. The price of steel was non-existent compared to what they are now. The world has changed, Clark. And if you want to take a broke city and take funds away from the poor, 
Whatever to take it takes. access away yeah. from uh, I mean, before. they're going to move out of my rich. city and still take right. my. They're going to move out of the city and still take my county tax dollars. They might as well. Like, they're going to build yeah. it somewhere I don't want it, and they're still in the fucking county somehow. How's that still in Cook County? Jesus. Of course, you realize like that's my home area. I grew up in those. Suburbs. I know you're a suburb kid. Please, I get it. Please, uh, please respect the. Uh, Did I spell heights wrong? Did I spell heights right. wrong? I don't care how to spell it. It doesn't matter. Whatever, it's fine. They're moving. They're no longer in Chicago. I That's hope cool. They're the logo done. They're I hope so too. They're done with the city. They're out. They should take the C off. They should go with it's just the bear from now on. Because if they're not going to be in Chicago, like bear doesn't start with a C. Like get rid of it. Like right. take it, that C off your time, head. It's time to get rid of the uh, toilet seat. Yeah, you know, I agree. Had the toilet seat for too long. You know, Packer fans have started making fun of it. We we need to get rid of it. It's it's not good. I watched. Uh, I got the uh, NFL Plus, and there was a special on there, one hour special that went through every logo of every NFL team, and most of them have a lot more uh, interesting history than we do. You know, and there's something to be said about a, an iconic classic logo, no doubt about it. And the Chicago Bears, when I think of that logo, I mean I know it's the Bears. I think of the Bears. It, it, it's a wonderful piece of history. But it's time we leave it in history and we modernize and we make something a little cooler. You know, uh, the Giants, the Giants changed and they they changed back. You know, the Jets screwed up their logo. I mean, they used to have a cool little jet on it. They got rid of that. So, I mean, no, no, no. The Jets went back to a good logo. They went back to the original. Like they had changed it and they finally, they got smart and went back to the old logo. But it wasn't their best logo. Their best logo was, it actually had like a jet on it. You know what, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. It's like it said Jets and then there's like a jet underneath it. So I, I'm kind of a, I guess I'd be a free agent in football then. Or maybe, maybe I'm just, I mean, the Chicago Fire are going to be at Soldier Field. They're going to build a new stadium maybe though, which will be in Chicago. I think maybe the the repurposing of Soldier Field, if you yeah. can't lure another team here since we're losing our team, um, you can't. I guess you can't, like because we're not as good as New York area or the well, Los Angeles one area. Our are ridiculous. Nobody's going to want to come here. We can't afford to. We can't afford to. Yeah, no. You can't, yeah. You can't compete with a yeah, legacy can't do it. Chicago no. Bears. No, in, uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people looking for a local team to go see now. Like, Who? A lot of people here in the city want to go see the local team. Like they don't want to, you, you. they don't want to go out there. Like, look, look, when my local high school plays against a suburban team, I'm not going to go, Oh, they're both Chicago. It's cool. I'm not going to do that. Fuck that. I mean, if you're that petty that you have to walk away from your football team because they move, they make a move that's smart for the franchise. Then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, at this point, I don't want your fandom. I don't want you to be a Bears fan. I'm hoping you you burn your hat. I'm hoping you get rid of the flag. Quite frankly, look, you already have the green on the back paneling behind you. I'm not going to burn it. Paint, paint, paint the wall gold back there. Yeah, I'm not going to be a Jets a Packer fan. fan. No. I think you should be a Packer fan. Um, I think that – no, that's not happening, first of all. Okay, and you got the green and white. Why not be a Jets fan then? I think you should be the Clark Lawrenson Jets fan. No, no. Um, what was that? You want to do a wrestle? <sighs> it's so hard. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I just, I, uh, the tour guide in me wants him to stay. I mean, the, the realistic 
ness of it is that they can't, like, nor should they. It doesn't make any so, sense. None of their fans are here in the city, so, right? Like, they don't have fans here in the city. I mean, of course they have fans in I the city, know. but yeah. the fans who go to the games are from the suburbs. Okay, yeah, all of football them. is football's at a premium yep. to go to. I mean, it's not cheap. if you really you know, want I, to continue to separate it all, like, I guess that's where you put it. Like, put it in the suburbs, then people never have to come to the city. Great. They're scared I, of it anyway, I'm doing, fuckers. I'm doing my official farewell to Soldier Field on uh, Christmas Eve. Going to go to the Bills-Bears game. That's, uh, why are you going I, to a cold game? You're, you've sat here talking about how that's not cool, right? Like, you've sat yeah, here talking fair. about how the, the stadium's awful. They need a new stadium, so there's no weather. Um, yet you're going to go to a game on Christmas. I'm gonna. Re- I want to remind myself how horrible the experience is. You know, I hope I have gout that day. To be perfectly honest, like that one time we went there um, when we saw the Giants. Um, I hope I have gout. I mean, it's it just I want a memory of how miserable the experience of going. I'll to tell you what. Is. I'm gonna miss being able to walk through the beautiful gardens of Grant Park, walk by Buckingham Fountain, go through the Tiffany Gardens. They're absolutely gorgeous. Stop, maybe maybe walk out to Northerly Island to go see Agora. She's gorgeous. The five-acre lagoon yeah. out there. Coming nobody back, the beautiful this. view of the skyline. It's fucking phenomenal. Anyone that, I ever show that, anyone that I it's ever show that skyline to from anywhere says it can compare with any. You have that right there at your fingertips, yeah. and you're gonna going to say, piss anywhere. off because of money. That's ridiculous. It's not going, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, it is. It is. You still look at the uh, Angora of uh, of the uh, Northerly Island or whatever bullshit you were spreading there. It's going to keep, it's gonna it's keep people, skyline. people who would normally see it that wouldn't normally see it aren't going to be coming in it's to see it now. And it's fine. Like, that's fine. Continue the separation of the rest of the state and the city. That's fine. I just this, I, this has nothing to do with that. This is mm-hmm. like you're you're pulling straws. No, no uh, because, because you're being a child over a team. Are you trying to are you trying to tell me are you trying to tell me that people who go to Bears games come to the city any more than that? There are a lot of people who don't who come to the city and the only time they do is for the Bears and oh the traffic's always horrible. I mean it's, it's horrible a lot, but no, I, I think those people come to the city and they enjoy the city on separate occasions. They go to a nice restaurant and really absorb the city, the skyline. Maybe they come in the spring or the summer where they can enjoy the Angora at uh, Northerly Island. Uh, yeah, you know, as you, said. you know who's not going to be going there is the traveler. Um, the traveler who comes to town, uh, who wants to stay close to the game. They end up seeing yeah. this beautiful Lake Michigan. They see this beautiful place. They're like, holy shit. The Bears play an amazing city. Like, I've always heard these other things about Chicago. Look at this place. This is amazing. They're, they're going to miss out on that because they're not going to stay over by the lake anymore. They're going to stay out in fucking Arlington Heights and see a, a giant fucking block of a building in the middle of a parking lot. It's my, my experience with people who come in town for wrestling uh, to watch AEW, which is out at, in Hoffman Estates, they come when they're traveling, especially uh, people from out of country. They come, they go to the event there, and then they spend the rest of the time going downtown and checking out things they've heard about downtown. They go to Pro Wrestling Tees, you know, they check out the Bean. It's funny. They I, have to get Chicago pizza. So I think your premise is completely false. I reject it. I, I actually have nothing but a story to back yours up. So I, yeah. you are correct. 
Um, yeah, I had two guests, uh, a, a young married couple or engaged couple that were in town. And I didn't pick them out like, you know, they weren't wearing the Stone Cold shirt. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a CM Punk shirt or anything. And then they, they kind of, you know, sheepishly, not sheepishly, but waited to bring it up. I'm like, yeah, what brings you to town? They're like, we're actually here for wrestling. And I just went like this. I'm like, oh. <laughs> they gave them the two sweet. Held up the two sweet. And, like, they were talking New Japan, too. So, And they were going out to Hoffman Estates. So, so be it. You are correct. I always get when I see costume, of course I'm correct. Everyone knows this. If they've listened for the 10 years, they know who's correct on uh, all these issues. When I see a customer with a wrestling shirt on, I always, you know, it's loud. So I'm always like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, buddy, come over here. And they, they think I'm like ready to yell at them. And then I give them the two sweet and they let their guard down. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I play all my season. Wash, shit. Um, Al. I just noticed that uh, joining us now, uh, we have somebody joining the show right now, calling in on the Joseph's Meats Finest Hotline. Joseph's Finest Meat Hotline. You know Joseph's Finest Meat. His name is John C. All right, let's get John on. Joseph's, no, John's not on the show. But Joseph oh. Fidus meets over there on Addison, just this side, just east of Harlem over there, you know. But let's go. Uh, somebody who was an early part of the show, uh, it's been a long time since we've heard from her, since we've seen her. So I just I want to check in and see how she's doing. But she's our former executive producer, Al Archer. Well, I remember her. Do you? Uh, here's none other than the calling in from upstairs here at the basement attic. Is none other than our first executive producer, your friend and my wife, Lauren Lawrenson. Hello there. Hey, hey fellas. Uh, long time listener, long time since caller. That's amazing. Yeah, it's great to have you back on the program. And I think the question all the listeners want to know is uh, the anniversary is today and uh, your husband is sitting in a basement. Truth be told. And by the way, I would have to note in the subtext here, as executive producer, uh, as Lauren Mueller, executive producer. Lauren Lauren said right. wouldn't waste her time. <laughs> yeah. Was she fired before? Like, and I, I mean, fired. I think, Al, I think Al fired her. Lauren, I think maybe you stepped away. I don't know. I remember it as you being fired by Al. Resigned. Uh, gray yeah. area. It's gray area, fellas. I'll never forget what you said to me after I fired her. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. It's, it was very kind. It's refreshing, right. it's refreshing to hear you boys in tandem once again. Oh, yeah. We are back. Um, what I want to ask you the early days of our show, and you would be in the other room, and like you'd have to talk quietly to the people on the show so it didn't interfere and stuff. Like It was really, you know... A, a professional studio setting, right? Like very professional. Oh, yeah, from our little two-bedroom apartment in Lakeview. Correct. Yeah, yeah. What, sitting, in, sitting in the door with the door closed in the back bedroom, screening calls. What are? Do you have a favorite memory? Ah, uh, the days. Do you have a favorite memory and or a, a memory that wasn't so favorite about that time? You know, I think one of my favorite memories is uh, when we used to do the pickups. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the pickups. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, Larcher Lawrence Lawrenson and E.P. Mueller, uh, Pickums, and 
There was a couple weeks I cleaned up, and y'all didn't take too fondly of that. No, no. That was I remember the Pick'em and then also the NCAA tournament pool. Uh-huh, that did. as well. You did, you did very well there. Um, any calls that seemed more difficult than others? I know it's been 10 years of this, but uh, is there anything that rings a bell of uh, callers? Because you, we used to do this show where you would answer the calls and scream them. I do remember a couple texts with you on the side. Like, is this person for real? You had a couple long-time callers, a couple repeat callers who weren't even local. So I had to uh, yeah. question the line, the, the, the post, uh, the reality of the content. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that. Al? Alarm. What, what all the alcoholics have been wondering is, um, in your personal life, does Clark use the LFG too much? Does the let's fucking go or let's go in general, is that used often? I would say that is saved for a sports entertainment persona. Oh, okay. So, social sports entertainment persona. I don't, I I don't I hear him it. say a lot of fucking go to his children. I'm not usually the one getting scurried out of the house, so I don't get a lot of LFG in that regard. When we're leaving for school in the morning, it's LFG. It's, well, that's a different LFG. That is LFG. a completely different kind of LFG. Yeah. Al, Al has also taken issue with me saying Welp lately. Yeah, Welp? Yep. Welp with a P? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would P. say that that bleeds, that bleeds through to every aspect of your communication well, and communication partner. I do know that we recently had uh, – you, you recently made a post, and it said Welp on it. Uh, oh, I'm a Welper. A, I'm, a, I'm a, a through and through. Thank you, sure. I'm, right. a, I'm a whelper and how. Yep. Through and through. Yeah. So no. after this guy uh, took you to a baseball game and cowered away from a, a ball that uh, I believe you caught, you still stuck with him. I mean, that's something. Congratulations on the eight-year anniversary. All right. Well, thank you. As I mean, as the man who married us, I would assume it's marked down in your calendar as one of the highlights of your career. It was quite the performance. Uh, has stood the test of time. And I was like three for three on marriages so far, right? Like three for four, four for four. But yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. We were we were the two that got you in the game, got your foot in the door. It's true. I believe true. you you went and got ordained for our wedding. Is that correct? Well, as a man of the cloth, I mean, I've always been a uh, a man of piety. Yeah. But uh, I officially took the oath of uh, the uh, from Pontiff himself and became a uh, minister. That's amazing, uh, Lauren. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, hey, how how are things up there? We good? We... Oh, just groovy. All right. Just groovy. I popped the kids in front of the TV. Of course, they're groovy. There it is. When needed. Parenting at its finest. Parenting. I seem to remember when you guys first started parenting, you were like, we're not going to be the people who put the kids in front of the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Not not as much as other people, but yeah, I didn't realize what a staple it would be in my parenting module. Yeah. It, uh, sometimes it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's there here and there. I, yeah, it happens. I mean, I watched a lot of TV growing up, and look where we've come. Like, here we are. I did, too. Yeah, there you go. 
Look at this quality content. I have to imagine it, it formed your figures. Absolutely. Uh, Lauren, well, thank you so much for calling in. Lauren. Pleasure stopping in. Happy anniversary, fellas. Ten years. Happy anniversary to you, you as know, well. Lauren, thank you so much. That it's means a lot important. coming from you. Thank uh, you, oh. Al. Wouldn't be here without you. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. My, yep. My dog stepped on a bee. And that was former executive producer. Wow. Yeah. All Lauren right. Mueller. It's great, yes, to, it great to hear. Yep. Um, you know, of all the clips, I, I'm um, surprised you didn't uh, you didn't pull clips of uh, uh, of the show when I won my first DraftKings tournament. I mean, I, th- I feel like that was an important part of history. I know. Uh, the first Lou call, you know. Uh, I'll be, I'm going to be heartbroken. We're not going to get a Lou call tonight. I, he usually calls by now, so yeah. I think that's out of the, the, I know. the realm of outcomes. No, I wasn't able to pull any, like, um, I, I wasn't able. They're not as easily available. Like, uh, yeah. it, I haven't done a great job of uh, – of archiving the shows or the bits to be able to find right. them. They are all available, but finding that can be difficult. It takes, it's very time consuming. I, I, I've, uh, I've tried to pull stuff in the past as well. So, right. Uh, like I, I understand. I know that I can go to listening. Like you can now listen to things at like two and a half speed, you know, like I could speed it up and make it go faster. Some of the books I listen to, I listen on 1.3. I'm getting up to there. Um, W W Wilson for life walked away, so he, I believe he missed all the Arlington Heights talk. So perfect timing on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, he came back to bring it up. We are we already did that, and it's fine. It's fine. This it online fine. absolutely it's this fine. online Great. persona of mine thinks that it's a bad idea. Me, the cuddly Bears fan as I am, who wants my girls to become Bears fans as well. I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna go over to Irving Park or up to Jefferson Park, and we're going to hop on that train, and it's going to be so easy to just go over there bringing the girls to watch football. It's just going to be the easiest thing ever. We're just going to go. It's going to go great. Nobody's going to get tired or cranky because it takes forever to get there. It's just going to be so perfect. I can't wait for Arlington Heights. Do you think – do you honestly think it would be an easier experience taking your girls to Soldier Field? Yeah in the cold yeah. to sit outside in winter than it would be to go to the, um, no, the I, Arlington Heights. Stadium. I think there should be some type of a, of a top down there. Like we need, we need something like that. I would rather that I know it's not possible. Oh yeah. We are going to get free ice cream while we're there as well. Um, by yeah, the way, I did top. take one of my daughters over to Margie's by the way. Just so you know. About damn time. Yeah. To quote Lizzo, about damn time. And, but but I didn't take Hazel. I took Vera. Hazel was you know, at YMCA. I don't know. We were talking, uh, I was talking with somebody about you uh, recently, and we came to the conclusion that you like Hazel better than you like Vera. Why? Like, you, if you, if you, when you tell stories, it's always Hazel stories. Even your profile pic is just a picture of you and, and Hazel. I mean, I think this Vera is getting the raw deal. Man, I'll tell you something. Uh, Justice for Vera. We're moving on from Hazel. This is a, a bit of self-acknowledgement that I've, like, taken a step back to realize that I do. I push for Hazel a lot around here. Uh, like, between us, not between the, the, 
Now, between the children and stuff, but Vera tends to gather more of the attention, it, it appears. I don't know. Like, more people say things about Vera always, so I feel like I'm the one who's pushing for Hazel a little bit. And I've acknowledged that, and I've seen that in myself. So I just want to tell you, I'm just trying to even out the scorecard a little bit here. I'm trying to, you know. So you acknowledge that, but will you acknowledge your tribal chief? You, no. Acknowledge me. Yeah, I'll acknowledge you. Yeah, hey, you acknowledge me, You're acknowledged. You're acknowledged, Al. Thank you. Thank you. Now the show can go on properly. Yeah. Now that I've been acknowledged. Yeah. Oh, the head of the table, the host great of the show. Great to see you here, Chris. Oh, Lauren, yeah, she had the surgery. She just had her checkup yesterday. She got uh, the stitches out. Um, now she'll begin some uh, on the finger there. Uh, yeah, that one. The, the good one. She'll, uh, she'll be. Well, we, we just had, your lovely wife was just on the program, and we forgot to ask her about her finger. Yeah. I mean, I, I asked her in life, like, she called me on the way home from her checkup. Like, we discussed it a lot. So I didn't think to ask her here. But, you know, well, no, I probably should have. I mean, I think that would have been more of a uh, me, you know, uh, being concerned type thing. Well, uh, what would have been good is if if Chris would have been on while she called, but he he had to leave for a while, you know, and we I appreciate him coming back. He would have brought it I mean, up. He, you know, he favors his kids, too. Oh, I'm not favoring kids. I'm I'm acknowledging well, you clearly. I'm acknowledging, you just I'm acknowledging them. Yeah, I'm absolutely acknowledging uh, should we should we talk about the sports world a little bit? Should we start with the with that Chicago Bears game? Perhaps just uh, touch on that. I know I know we have some other folks who watched that Bears game amongst us right now, so thought yeah. maybe that. It, well, I mean, I do want to talk about fantasy football as well, right? Because you and I, you and I, over the course of the off season, we mutually drafted a high stakes team, the Larcher and Lawrence and Collective. Is in the FFPC, uh, and we won our game, but barely. We, we are, shouldn't have won. We are co-owners of a franchise. Am I wrong? You're right. Where is I'm our co- franchise located, by the way? I haven't asked that yet. Do you? Uh, it's in the attic in the basement. Okay, that'll work. It's All currently right. in the basement. We're trying to get it to the attic. Fair. Yeah. We're trying to plan a move to the attic from the basement. Um also, I'm what currently ranked Sunday, overall. I'm two and zero in the Scott Fishbowl in the Scott Fishbowl Classic. Nice. Uh, yep, I'm ranked uh, three hundred and I think fifty, fifty two, three fifty two out of three thousand. So I'm I'm doing all right there. Can you Top, explain uh, to me how you're two and zero in a fantasy sports after one week of football? Yeah. So you play you play somebody head to head, but then you also play the average of the league. Okay. Okay. So in other words, like like in the FFPC, we won our game this week, but we had a really I think we were the third lowest score um in the league. So we would be one and one because we won our head to head, but we, we definitely didn't hit the average of every other team. Okay. So Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um our team did win that game and this is the the highest stakes league that I've been a part of with all people I don't know. Um yeah. for some reason you came to me. And said, "Hey, what what's your interest in this?" Oh, and I regret, you know. So, I a galaxy brain wow. when I can't sleep. I appreciate it. You know, I you. think through things. And uh, something I heard on a sports betting podcast was, "It's not about what you do; it's about the team you build." 
And I thought, well, you know something? Clark's pretty good at free agency. Clark's pretty good at managing a team. Um, some of my weaknesses, I overthink things, especially in season long, because I'm so focused on daily. I sometimes get overexcited about a player that uh, is, is valued very high in daily because of his price point versus season long where we're, we're just concerned about, you know, the guys on our roster and I make bad uh, bench moves. So I'm like, you know, if I, if I have a partner and somebody who I think is good at fantasy football and those are his strengths, I think we can, you know, build a great team. And uh, so I thought about you, but then you started, you joined my other league and, uh, one of the things I really wanted you for was because you're really good. You're, you're good at the free agency market, but as soon as, uh, so you decide, so I ask you to do that. Then we go to my league and I introduce the, uh, the FAAB, uh, the bidding on waiver wires. And you're like, I'm terrible at this. I don't understand this. This is horrible. And then I'm thinking to myself, great. So now the one strength I thought I had in this guy that, uh, you know, we're going to build this team together. Uh, he's saying he can't do. So I, I almost pulled the plug on the uh, building a team with you, but uh, I'm like, uh, you know, it's a learning experience for him. It's a learning experience for me. So let's do it. Let's draft the team and let's see if we can, uh, we can win all the monies. I mean, it's a half million dollars at stake. I just, I, I, I never understood how much to bid on a player. Like I, I don't know that because I ha- I've only played in one league ever like that. And well, you I, do the agree, I do agree. It's the better way. Yeah, I'm going to attempt – I'm going to try to learn the market now. I'm sorry that I wasn't the player that you thought I was, but you teamwork have to go- does make the dream work, and maybe now we can learn something. Maybe we can win the weeks when we shouldn't, and then our team gets better, and we win the weeks that we should. Well, we, we, we had a very rough week with our stars. You know, our star player um, – we drafted uh, uh, a little aggressively. We drafted Mark Andrews and mm-hmm. we drafted uh, Derek Henry with our first two picks. I believe we were at the 11 or 12. I think we we're at the 12 spot. I'm always and, uh, about Henry. Always. And yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with Mark with Mark Henry. With Derek Henry, Mark Henry's okay, but Derek Henry, uh, he's just a tough guy to get excited about in fantasy football because he's all about usage. And his usage is so good, he always breaks expectations, and I always regret not drafting him. So uh, I'm happy we got him, but I, I have a hard time getting excited for him because he doesn't catch balls. And we saw it this week with uh, Darnell Hillard um, getting two touchdowns uh, off of screen passes because, you know, you have, you have them throwing the ball to Hillard while Derrick Henry is the power uh, running with his legs. So, yeah, a little concerning. I mean, especially in your first-round picks, you want a guy who catches footballs and a guy who runs a lot, who gets all the usage. Uh, and, uh, that's not Eric Henry. Um, Christian Kirk outperformed himself a little bit. Kind of, kind of surprised me a little bit, though. I was happy with that. Yeah, that's a really good pick. The Jag- I mean, he moved from Carolina to the Jaguars. He's the Jaguars' clear-cut number one wide receiver. And you're talking about a team that's going to be playing from behind a lot because they're not very good. And mm-hmm. a team that can aggressively throw the ball with Trevor Lawrence. Christian Kirk, a very good play. Um, I-, I hope people valued him up to his ADP in uh, season-long drafts. And he's a guy I'm going to look to play a lot in uh, fantasy this year. So, yeah, Christian Kirk, a uh, great pickup for us. 117 yards in his debut with the Jaguars. Yeah, no, that'll do. 
Um, did you get to watch the Chicago Bears? So, <laughs> all week I was just so excited for week one of football. I called the cable company, and they, they, um, they bent me over, and they jammed it in really hard, and they did me really good, be, uh, getting a, a little extra money from me just so I could get the red. In order to get the NFL oh, the red, red zone, zone, I know. You I know. can't have the middle. You can't have the middle package of cable, which is what I like. It has everything I need. You right. have to buy the premium package right. of cable to have access to buy the NFL Red Zone. Right. So instead of just paying the extra ten dollars a month, I have to pay an extra fifty dollars a month on an already two hundred dollar oh. cable. See, I mean, it is, that's a car payment. Two hundred fifty dollars a car payment. So I have direct stream now. It was AT&T stream. They don't offer red zone. So yeah. I wanted to order the, um, the NFL plus, which you get red zone for it, Al, to watch on okay. your tablet or your cellular phone. It has red zone. Yeah. You, but you have to watch it on your tablet or your phone. You can't watch the red zone on the TV. So for, with your NFL plus, you if you set up a tablet next to you, you can log in and watch it through. Because yeah, of, but look, Clark, you're, you're, I know you're, you're, you're middle-aged, but you realize you can just airstream it to your TV. It, no, they, they disable it. What? They disable the airstream. Sorry, bud. Yeah. And I know that I can connect, connect my computer to my TV to run it through the HDMI, but oh, I, I, don't believe, I don't believe – no, but you can't run Red Zone through your computer. It's got to be on a tablet or a phone. Have I, can I say that again? So an iPad or like a Fire tablet or a telephone, an Android or an iPhone, those are it, the handheld. Yeah. They, they get you. Okay. But like on the streaming services I saw on YouTube TV, though, if you have YouTube TV already, you only have to pay an extra 10 That's where I was going with that. They, Comcast, the cable man's getting you for 50 extra bucks. With, like you, with all of them, it was like an extra 10 and I'm like, yeah, if I had one of those streaming services, hell yes, I'd have the Red Zone right now for an extra 10 a month. Yeah, that's four weeks of Red Zone. We watched Red Zone. Got a, got a, a Fubo TV uh, out. Use up the Fubo TV things before. Oh, you already did it. Um, like, you know, you could do a, a one-week trial, a seven-day trial. So, like, Fubo TV, I can do that, and I can watch the Red Zone for a week. So I don't have to. Buy us TV. They have uh, Damian Johns is uh, getting into the uh, cable game. Well, like they'll let you do the seven day trial. Fubo I don't know what TV. It, no, not Fubu. It's Fubo. F U B O. I think Fubo. Yeah. yeah. Try that. Anyway. But the red zone was a lot of fun after that Bears game ended. Well, so here's what happened. All right, back to you the- know I get I work till three a.m. And then I have to get my 150-plus lineups together uh, to build for, for my DraftKings run the next day. <clears throat> so I got all that done, Uh-oh. and next thing you know, it was about Uh-oh. 9.30. I think we got an in over here, Al. Yeah. Wilson's got, Wilson's got an idea for us. Let's just – yep, there you go. All right, go. All right, back. Sorry. Anyways, so I get um, – See, now it just derailed the whole train, man. This train is going on no, strike. No, it's NFL week one. NFL week one. So you're talking about I your day. You're so happy up, about it. Mom. I stay yep. up with DraftKings. I'm all excited all week. I've been – I got the salsa. I got the chips. I got the supplies to build the first chili of the year. Everything is set to go. Fish sauce? I go to sleep. Did you get the fish sauce? 
Yeah, they got the fish sauce. I got the soy sauce. I got the chocolate oh, powder. Boom. Everything for that chili. It, it, all the ingredients are there, man. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to make the first chili of the year. Well done. So it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Maybe I think it's like 9.30, 10 in the morning. I'm like, I need to get a couple hours of sleep so I can enjoy this. I'm going to be a zombie watching anyways, but let me at least get a couple hours. I set the alarm. I go, hey, Sari, set alarm for 11.45. Boom. I'm out like a light. Next thing you know, I wake up. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. All that money I spent on the red zone, completely lost, completely gone. Wait, Um, you woke up after the end of the first game? Yeah. Oh. Man, a 2.45 wake up for you would have been perfect. Absolutely perfect. Because, I don't know. You know those weeks where red zone just hits? It did. It was was welcome back. But you do have, with NFL Plus, you have the condensed games. I have it now as well. Yeah, I, I do the condensed games. I like watching the 22s for fantasy, and uh, I enjoy the condensed games because I get to watch a couple games. Uh, I, had, you know, I, I I pick the games I like, the players I like, and I go ahead and I watch them. So I saw the score of the Bears game. I knew the Bears won, and I, I was uh, happy about that. And then uh, I was watching the late games. I couldn't get into the red zone because I was just, you know, I missed the morning. I missed the start. Like, I just wasn't into it. So I was watching um, – Maybe it was a Kansas City game. I was I was watching a game. I was enjoying it. And then about halfway through, it started to become a blowout, which sounds like it was the Kansas City game. And uh, so I, I, I stopped it, and I ended up jumping on the replay. The condensed game was already ready for me. So nice. I sat, and I watched, I watched the Bears game. Uh, you know, the problem with the condensed games are it moves so fast. That you can't look at your phone. I mean, you can if you stop and look at your phone to check fantasy scores, you can lose a quarter of the game. There you know, used to be third quarter. I think there used to be a longer version of the condensed games because what I saw today on NFL Plus when I I got through half of the game again, I tried to watch more. Al, I'm sorry, I was I had work, I had scheduling and payroll to do today. I yes, anyway, um, uh, and. It was like only 45 minutes, right, Al? The games are condensed yeah. to 40, 45 minutes, something like that? Yeah, 30, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on the game. I could I could do an hour and a half, you know? Like, I could do a rewatch yeah. in an hour like and get a little bit more. So you missed some of the flow? Is that what you're you thinking? Missed the flow. You missed the flow, and if you're not focused on the game, you, you get distracted. Yes. You will yes. not see it. That's where um, I was focused. I paid attention to the game. Uh, going in, the Larcher – I didn't make it the Larcher lock of the week. The Larcher lock of the week, of course, was um, – the over on the Lions-Philadelphia game. Um, I ended up losing uh, money if I played just DraftKings this week, but I also played the sports book, and I took uh, my larger lock of the league, which I dropped in a couple places. I took that over, and then I took the Miami minus three and a half against New England because I knew there was New England. Listen, there were reports from a beat writer of the New England Patriots that the New England Patriots offense is in such disarray right now, they were considering scrapping the entire offense and starting over what? a week before the NFL season. So uh, it was just going to be a disaster altogether. And Miami has an aggressive offense. Uh, they have some of the, the uh, most elite receiving core in, in football. You know, they're in that, that top five percentile. And uh, so I, was, I, knew, I knew that game was going to turn – uh, with Phil, with uh, Minnesota winning. So I took that bet. So I took the Minnesota over New England, and I took the over and under on the Philly-Detroit uh, game because you're playing in a dome. You have two high-potent offenses. The Detroit Lions are a little underrated right now. 
So the point spread was a little low. Um, so both those hit. I bet those games individually, and I also put them in as a parlay. So um, I made uh, I made enough money to cover my losses from DraftKings, so I ended up washing on the whole week. Um, so, uh, I you know, the Millie Maker was only $5 an entry uh, as opposed to the usual 20 You know, that's the week one thing they do to get everyone excited. Yep. So I, I played 20 teams in the Millie Maker. That didn't do so good. Uh, but you know my specialty is mass entry tournaments uh, of multiple entries. So in the uh, the 150 max, the 50 cent game, which I took down, you know, two years ago for fifteen thousand um, dollars, I took a. I, I think I finished at 148 out of 95,000 people. Wow. So the process still working there. Uh, so there were there were pluses on the week as far as fantasy football goes, and uh, there were a lot of negatives. Uh, I didn't do good at all. In the Millie Maker, I might have had one or two teams placed in the money line out of 20. <clears throat> uh, but I know what I did wrong. I had My field was too big. I didn't take enough risk. And uh, I'm ready to do it again for week two. But as for the Chicago Bears, uh, I knew the San Francisco 49ers were going to beat the Bears. Like, really? There was not, there was not a question. There was not a question in my mind that the Bears were going to lose that game. Uh, you you were talking about – The Bears were going to win that game. No, lose that game. Oh, you were you, talking about moments ago. You said I knew the San Francisco 49ers were going to win that game. Yes, and the Bears were going to lose that game. Correct. So you knew they were so, going to lose it. No, I knew the San Francisco 49ers were going to win the game. Okay. Mark, will you let me finish the damn thought? So early in the week, I, I knew the San Francisco 49ers were going, to, were going to win that game because you were talking about the number one defensive line in football going up against the second worst defensive line. In, uh, I'm sorry, the second worst offensive line in football. You had a guy, you had Bosa, one of the best defensive ends, going up a guy the Bears drafted in the fifth round who played college football in fucking Wyoming, okay? He's the starting left tackle. He was going to get decimated. The mm-hmm. speed of the defense of the San Francisco 49ers was going to dominate the Bears, and they were going to win that game. But what I didn't foresee was an absolute flood happening uh, Moses parting the seas and spilling it all into Soldier Field. They filled that bowl up with water and they played slip and slide, which absolutely negated the speed. The of last the time, the last time I checked, both teams need to be able to perform in any condition that is presented right. to them. Right. So That's don't true. don't give this any bullshit like that. But it was an like, anomaly. No, it was no an bullshit. Bullshit. Are you telling me? You telling me that that the weather didn't cost the Bears five fucking points? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Come on, Al. It cost the Bears also. Fuck this. I'm saying the water helped negate the strengths of the San Francisco 49ers, and it allowed you know it helped the Bears' offensive line tremendously. Yes. Okay. Yes. The the San Francisco 49ers lost. But Bears would have won that game. Would have won that game on. Would have won that game out in fucking. Arlington Heights and the monstrosity that they're going to build out there. Um, so, you know, things I was certain of, the, 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 the environment changed. And I couldn't take that bet. Um, I started thinking late, early Sunday morning that the Bears actually have a chance because of the rain. Um, and, uh, and at the end of the day, they did it. And you know what? And I'm not, I'm not shitting on the Bears, okay? I thought Justin Fields played tremendous football. You think that if the weather would have been different, they lost that game? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. The, it, I mean, it cost the, the Bears five points. You are going to see it cost the Bears. how bad that offensive line is. I doubt okay? it. It cost the Bears. That weather, the weather cost the Bears as well. 
Sure. Like it, it affected. It got it, affected it got him a. Bears. They got a penalty because of it. That that cost him a field goal. <laughs> Crazy fucking penalty. Amazing. Which, what was that towel gonna do? Like it wasn't wiping shit up. First of all. Yeah. And and the missed extra points. Come on. Come See, on. See, you know, watching the condensed game, you know, I only basically got the call. I didn't get the explanation or anybody talking about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see a replay of what happened. So okay. the whole towel mystery was a. Uh, Really confusing to me, okay. but yeah, they tried yeah. to wipe up the, the the ground. He tried to he tried to wipe it off, and that's illegal. Who yeah, thought? I think it. I think it goes back to when the Patriots, uh, the Raiders game. I heard the. Went, I heard Pat, on the field. Pat Manley today on the score. He didn't know it. He didn't know it was a it was a rule. Yeah, Amazing. I think it was put in place after the uh, Patriots deal. I don't know. Remember where they, where they had the snowplow come out in the blizzard so they could kick the field goal? So Benetieri could hit the uh, the field goal against the Raiders, I believe, yeah. in the playoffs. But I don't know if it um, did get put in. That, that, that'd be interesting to look up. Maybe. that's. Yeah, that's right. I think it did. I think I think the spirit of the rule is to prevent teams from having an advantage, yeah. you know, basically uh, taking away uh, elements to, to give them an advantage in a kicking situation, which, you know, the spirit of the rule makes sense, but the penalty was egregious in the moment. You, you know, you you could create a law that makes a lot of sense, but there are times when it's like, well, you know, that's not really the spirit yeah. of the law, which well, I think is, is what happened there. I mean, the Bears made a lot of good things happen. I mean, the Bears, something that we haven't seen in the past few years has been disciplined football, Al. And I mean, yeah. they may not have the athletes. They may not have, you know, all of that, but disciplined football. And if they can finally find a way to not let that son of a bitch uh, quarterback up in green Bay, uh, sorry to be so rude about it, but oh, by the way, I watched, I watched the and they can be disciplined and not have a dumbass penalty yeah. or a dumbass fuck up in the secondary. And I think that this new, it's so refreshing. The flus, man. Eberflus in there. It's refreshing compared to what we had. And of course, we are in the honeymoon period. Absolutely. 100% the honeymoon period. I admit that. But it was it not? It felt refreshing to see the other team fucking up with penalties. It was refreshing to see it not be the Chicago Bears. All training camp, uh, Eberflus has been working hard on fundamentals of football. Attacking the ball, uh, being in a position to make plays. Doing things right. I saw the peanut punch, uh, you know, in full practice. Jalen. Most of the game. There was, a, there was a lot of things to take away that was positive. And I'm, I'm excited about this coaching staff now. You know, I was very uh, – there's the you know. I'm getting into the you know mode. I got to stop that. Stop it. Uh, uh, that's LFG, man, LFG. Uh, well. Hey, turn, turn Wilson off the feed. Can, you, can we just lock him from the feed what? for a minute there? Trying to concentrate, and he's okay, agreeing right. with you. Hang I mean, on. <laughs> Wilson, we'll get back to yours. I'll put him back up. Let, let's let Al have the floor. Should I just uh, should I just freeze myself? Should I turn my camera off? What do you What do you need me to do over here? I'll do whatever you want. No, no, no. Whatever you want. I, no, it's fine. Thank you. Wait, why does mine it. say AFL? Why does mine say AFL? Oh, it does. Know. Mine says that I'm Alfred Ferdinand Larcher. What the, the third. fuck? The third. So. Anyways, yeah, the the stuff that was happening with the coaching it was really awesome. Um, they played discipline in a tough condition. You know, again, going back to the field conditions, you know, that's a game where your coaching matters. I mean, it, he got in their heads. 
He let them know the situation. He made adjustments uh, at halftime. Uh, very exciting uh, looking at this coaching staff. You know, I'm still on the fence if this is a six-win football team or a three-win football team. Um, after that game, I'm leaning. I'm still I'm taking the under on six. But I, I feel that we have a competent coaching staff, which we haven't had in years. Um, my biggest concern is still what, what Pace put together and our, um, our offensive line, our, our skill positions. I mean, we're going to see next week. I watched the condensed game of the Green Bay Packers. Uh-oh. What did you see and, there? Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is in a crisis right now. Uh, he looks bad. His players look bad. He's getting frustrated. He was getting beaten. He was taking sacks. Is he losing uh, weapons? What's happening here? Well, I mean, you lose your number one a- weapon to the to, to the Raiders and uh, Devontae Adams. There's no, there's not a lot of uh, equity they have at, at the, their wide receiver position. Their no. wide re- their wide receiver situation is ours. Uh, their offensive line looked shaky. Um, his confidence uh, seemed shaky. So this Monday, this, this this Sunday night game of the Bears Packers is going to be something to really watch. This is going to be the game that's really going to define who we are. You know, the Packers don't have an identity right now. The Bears couldn't define an identity in that in those field conditions. Um, yeah. Again, I, you know, I keep going back to the field. The field really did play a factor in, in giving the Bears a slight advantage uh, against a team that plays on speed. Right. You know, the Packers. Yeah. Packers aren't a great speed team. Um, but, but they are a strong running team and, you know, the thought going in and, you know, I got burnt on playing Mitchell in, uh, in, in daily fantasy. Cause you know, the thought going in is the bears or uh, the San Francisco Niners are just going to run all over the bears. The bears have lost all their impact players. The Packers, the Packers are going to run all over them. You think? <laughs> well, I mean, I got to think going into this game, um, you know, the best, remind the best me- field player. Yeah. Remind me that right after this, I want to ask you uh, about uh, the weather forecast real quick. But um, real quick, um, there's a, a couple of people heading to bed that just want to say hi real quick to you. Hey, there's the the, the prodigal daughter. Hi. What's up, Hazel? How are you? Good. 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 How's school? You doing? You learning about turtles? Did they teach you about turtles yet? No. Yeah, well, tell your teacher tomorrow. You go, you demand it. Pound on her desk and go, I want to learn about turtles. Did you want to say something now? Can I? Happy Happy anniversary. Yeah! Woo! Thank you, Hazel. Um, Can you tell Al real quick, what did you learn about? At school? Are you learning words? Oh, you learned about jellyfish? Nice. All right. She learned about jellyfish, Al. Okay. Getting close to turtles. Very cool. Hey, there she is. There she is, Vera. You get equal time, Vera. That's very important. Always make sure you get equal time. Rygar the cat, he's uh, she's very good. She's around here somewhere. She's been a little crazy lately. You know, she's uh, cooped up in the house. She gets the zoomies. You ever get the zoomies where you just got to run around? Nope, she froze. All she right, froze. that's fine. Yep. 
Good, right. good, good seeing you, Vera. You have a good night, Vera, okay? Sleep well. Oh, Al said sleep well. All right. Good night, sweetheart. I love you. Good night. Wow. Al, they wanted to come wish us happy anniversary. That was very nice, you guys. Very Thank nice. you. Absolutely. Good night, y'all. Sleep well. Um, oh, that was awesome. Uh, justice for Hazel, justice for Vera. Yes, that's right. Justice for both. What's the forecast like in Green Bay? Is there going to be rain? Because apparently, Al, that's the only way they can win a game up there. It's well, Look, rain, rain is a normal situation. Rain is a field condition that, that would affect both teams. A flood is a different story. What flood? You know, they basically played in a Chicago basement. Come on. Everyone, everyone who has a basement in Chicago, their basement flooded. That's what they were playing in. Flusa's, and, you know, listen. Hey, let's give my, a lot of credit. Let's give a lot of credit to Fluce's new Bermuda, the Bermuda grass that Fluce had put in. First coach ever to ask, hey, Park District, could you maybe put in a new surface? Guess what? The surface held up well. You know what he didn't ask for? Better fucking what? drainage. You know why the drainage and, isn't good? Because they built that shit on Lake Michigan, Al. They built it. You know where they didn't build it on Lake Michigan? In Arlington fucking Heights. They won't yeah. have a flood in Arlington Heights. Hell, it's going to be easy to get to. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Nobody's going to uh, complain about traffic there. Well, Nobody's going to complain about the walk so or the train. Nobody's going to complain about everything there. Oh, it's going to be great indoors. Yeah. No, no problems. No problems. We can start digging the over on Bears games, you know, because the dome uh, really the helps. fucking field. Yeah. Oh, because it's so hard you to know. take the under. Oh, my God. And, oh, we can't. What's better about taking an over than an under? Christ. An under, an, under, an under is harder to project than an over. It's easier to project an over than an under. Unless, right. unless um, you were in Chicago that morning and saw what the surface was, you went and you bet the fucking under right away. The great Alfred Ferdinand Larcher I uh, helped build the plumbing at Soldier Field. He, he, was a, he was a big part. He was one of the, the key plumbers uh, of that field. So I have personal investment in it. You know, I, I'm not um, going to have that with Arlington Heights. Hey, but Al. I'm still I still understand why it's good. Yeah. Should we, should we go to a phone call from the nine seven three? Yeah, sure. Let me uh oh, yeah. quickly Finish I up just your want point. to address Wilson's point because he made some good points. The Bears line was better than people thought. I agree. They played disciplined, uh competent football. They scored nineteen unanswered points and they made Lance look really uh B A F. I don't know what that is. It's a G A F. L F G. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree with all of that, but you cannot deny that the, the water impacts speed of a pass rush. I mean, you just cannot deny it. That that gives the offensive line a better advantage. Um, I didn't understand going into the season why people were so into Trey Lance. I mean, I just didn't get it. Um, I understand the upside with his legs. I understand he's got uh, some uh, decent receivers. But at the end of the day, um, I, I, I took Justin Fields – two rounds later than Trey Lance in virtually all of my drafts. So, uh, you know, I, I put my money where my mouth was on, on that uh, deal. And I've, uh, and I've been saying that online as well. All right, let's, let's do the phone call. Well, no, let's, let's get to the important part is that W. Wilson says, again, I agree with Clark again. Um, there's I agree with Clark. Let's just do And then I agree with Clark again. Let's go to the phone line. And I agree with Clark. And I agree with All right, caller from the 973. What? I think, Wilson, I think what? Mr. Wilson's with Spoken Grass. What's yeah. your name and where are you calling from? Gee, you guys don't remember me, do you? 
Oh, Al. Yes, my prayers were answered. Al, Lou, we are back. It's football season. We are back. This is our 10-year anniversary, our first show. Our first show, Lou, was on 2012, and we are back. Lou, it's good to hear from you. What's happening? Good evening, too. I've only been national. I've only hosted my own show for four years. <laughs> oh, boy, you're ahead of me. <laughs> well, well, I'll say one thing. Um, this week's uh, games didn't quite go as I expected. A lot, of, a lot of weirdness going on. The Jets looked awful. The Giants pulled out, though, a miracle. I mean, going for two. I mean, the ball is not your average coach. He doesn't think like average coaches. And he pulled out a, you know, he pulled out a big surprise for uh, Giants fans. Yeah, going for two. Yeah, Barkley looked great. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking going for two. Like, you figure, well, I'll go for the tie. But then again, wait, no, we're on the road. And what do you do on the road? You go for the win, not for the tie, unless you have to. So, right. yeah. well, I thought it was kind of risky. Uh, he thought it was smart. I'll tell you something, Lou. I, uh, Al first turned me on to on the. To... Dable, double. What is it? How do you pronounce Dable. it out Ryan, your way? Ryan Dable. 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 Al was on his train last year. He's been kind of a big Buffalo guy when it comes to watching their offense, at least through the fantasy. Yeah, right? And he's yeah. big on Dable. We, he wanted him here. We, what? You, you were the first one to talk about him to me, Al. It was, what, four games into the season last year, something like that? You, you were way on top of that. Um, Al, is that something you would expect from him going for two? Yeah, yeah, he's an aggressive coach. Um, you know, he understands data and what makes sense. Yeah, Lou, doesn't um, the data, Lou, doesn't the data say it that you should go? That you should on go the road, two yes. years? On the road, oh, yes. Okay, okay. But in the moment, not happy with the decision. Happy with the outcome, though. Uh well, my brother-in-law and nephew are Giants fans. I'm I'm the um yeah you're the Jet, I'm a Jet fan. So yeah. yeah, I'm the Jet fan. My nephew was a Giant fan. What is Lou? The, the people have been wanting to know, and LFG on this. What was the best Jets logo? What was the best uh, Jets helmet logo? Hmm. You mean of all time? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Threw him for a loop here. Yeah, hang on, kind of. No, no, no. It's it's okay, Al. Let me uh, let me throw a, a couple up here so you can see them. No, so the the logos of the last few years, Al. You can you can kind of uh, describe them as they've uh, as they've been around, right? Yeah. So my favorite is probably the fourth one there. Um, actually, you know what? It's the fifth one. The the fourth one's a little too much, but uh, yeah. the jet, it just has jets and it has like a a wing, like a plane wing uh, above the T and the S. I think it's very classic, uh, very good design. Um, you got something there. I also like the plane. Uh, which is uh, the the last one in that row you're on right now, Clark? The top uh, the top uh, left of the four there. The it's just a plane that has jets in the center. No, no, no. Go to the last one. The last, very last picture. One more over. The last one. Get mm-hmm. Hazel down here to explain it to you. 
And then, uh, yeah, the top the top one there of those four, the, it just says Jets. Top oh, left, Clark. Okay, right there. An actual plane. This yeah. one. Oh, yeah, the, the one that's an actual plane? Yeah, let's go there. You like this one right here, Al? I like that one a lot. And I also like the uh, the 76 one there. Um, that's just the jet with the wing. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, they've, they've had right. some good designs. You know, unlike, you know, the Bears have just been stuck with that same design. And I don't think our, our logo is as iconic yeah. as the Dallas Cowboys star, you know. So. Uh, you can't beat the star. You can't beat the star. What's it like? Like, green and white are the colors. Like, White goes with anything. So, like, the color's basically just green. Am I wrong? Like, here we got blue and orange. It's basically just green yeah. there. Lou, is your show still going strong weekly on Saturdays? Yes, it is. That's great. We're still, we're still on the air. Um, getting, some, getting some good callers. Got, uh, got a few new callers out recently. But uh, I take, I take uh, all comers. Okay. And uh, really, if I recall, when yeah. we last talked to you, um, the last time that we talked to Lou Al, I think uh, once in a while you, your co-host and stuff got you. You guys were talking a little bit of wrestling. Are you still doing any of that at all? We're still in, we're still doing that. I leave that up to him. Okay, you just hand the show over at that point and then talk wrestling. No, I mean he has a certain segment for wrestling, and he's one of the uh, wrestling experts than I am. You know, so I leave yeah. it to him because otherwise I would make an ass myself and it would probably kill the show. I don't Can I ask a little yeah. real quick? We don't want to. The co-host, yeah. what does the co-host currently think of um, of the, the recent changes in the WWE with Triple H? Have you caught on no, to he's, any of that? He's happy with it. I mean, he's, he's, he's a Triple H fan. Awesome. Good guy. Good guy. I like him. I like him. You know, it's, it's kind of like how Clark and I handle baseball. Like baseball comes up, you know, I just I let Clark talk, and you know he has the floor, and then anything yeah. else I just uh, I I talk over. So I'm not too happy with how the Yankees have been playing lately, little boy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no. I mean they've been on a slide lately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the hell? What do you think about getting rid of baseball, Lou? I think it's time. All right, Al. That's enough. Well, I don't um, like getting rid of baseball, but but uh, you do bring up something interesting. Speaking of that, uh, you know they're making some rule changes next year. Now uh-oh. I don't know what the you know, what now, are the rule changes. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, if Tiger and Ings, they're gonna have they're gonna flip the they're gonna flip the umpires. Uh, okay, no, uh, no, that'd be that'd be good though. Uh, they're gonna use a pitch clock. Yep. Pitch clock okay. is fifteen seconds for people for anybody not on. Um, uh, not amazing. Twenty second. Uh, wait, twenty seconds for with somebody on base. Fifteen seconds. There's, there's two. There's, there's one for uh, no one on base, and there's another uh, pitch clock for with runners on base uh, within fifteen to twenty seconds. So I don't know what the purists might think. I thought like nobody would go into that. You know, I thought how can yeah. you use a pitch clock? Damn it! It's gonna ruin the game. And then they're gonna enlarge the sure. bases by about three inches, which I think is good because they really have to cut down those collisions, you know, around the bases. Because, you know, that really, that really does hurt. So maybe, you know, it'll be a lot more, you know, a lot more safer 
as uh, the season goes on next year. It's about time they did that. Bigger bases, right? Bigger, bigger? yes. Well, I okay. said large, bigger. You can you can go what you want. Well, uh, what they, about the rule just, where uh, they're they're basically eliminating the shift, if I recall? Yeah, I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I mean, the shift doesn't really. Uh, I wasn't, you know, too big on that in, anyway. So you you can take that leap for like. Oh, not a fan of the shift. See, so Al, the I'm shift. Not, not basically, the a shift. lot of hitters have become pull hitters. So, like a left-hander, if he's up and he, he's normally a pull hitter, they bring an extra infielder over to the right side. It eliminates some of the hits over there. But uh, my thought yeah. is, what I learned back in grade school playing and little league and, and yeah. pony league and all of that, like learn to hit to the other side of the field sometimes. Lay down a bunt. I thought I was old. Figure out how to get strategic with that. I don't know. I'm torn yeah. on that myself, Lou. I got to be honest. Um, I heard Ian Happ on getting interviewed earlier today. Uh, Chicago Cubs Ian Happ, who's played some second base. He plays a, a little bit of center field, left field for the Cubs. But the Cubs um, are a disaster this year. Ugh. Oh, of course. He and he mentioned. Uh, thanks for the dig. He mentioned yeah, that uh, the eliminating the shift will mean that we might need to see a better athlete over at second base. Not a not necessarily better athlete, but you're able to hide a second baseman a little bit more when the shift is around, because if you're able to move that shortstop over to play, you know, on the other side of second base, it can hide any inabilities that a second baseman might might have, and that makes sense to me. Like, oh, you need it to make does. sure you have a better second baseman over there. So, I get it. Right. I I do. I that's going to be fine. Um, are they sticking yeah. with nine inning double headers? They're still sticking with nine double headers. I don't see what's anything wrong with seven inning double headers. Yeah. I mean, we get the game one lower quicker. Oh, but that's remember, that was only, that was, on that. That was only in place because of the pandemic. That was only in place right. of the pandemic. Now, I know. Thinking, but I think yeah. I think that was one. I'd rather have that than the guy on second base and extras. I at least wanted no, to hold on to the 15th. No, I'd rather like, have that because I, the last thing I think people want to see is a game going – to like 3 o'clock in the morning or 15, 16, 123 innings. Uh, no, thank you. I'm so with I you like on to, that. I, like I don't want it to go game. that long either, but I also want a couple in, a couple extra innings of just pure baseball. So give me give me two more oh. innings. Give me three more innings. I'll take the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Two. And then 13th, boom. Then give me that guy in second. I Well, maybe start, maybe start at second, the 11th. Start the inning with a guy already on base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, a, you get a free base. You get a free runner on second base in extra innings. Well, would you rather see a home run derby? You should start a guy on third base. Larger. Uh-huh. Lou, yeah. go ahead, please. Now, yeah. well, That'd in some fun. of the minor leagues, like listen, this, they have they have eliminated extra innings. It's in the Pioneer League, I think that's what it's called. They eliminated extra innings completely and went to a home run derby. Oh dear, I wonder how much it's going to be before that happens in this league. That's interesting. How many leagues are there? How many leagues do you people need? There's a lot of leagues, Al. The Pioneer League, that's not a, that's not like an MLB-affiliated league. That's like the um... – It is, I think. Oh, it is? Pioneer? What? I think yeah. it's, 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 it's this year. Yeah, they're not strings, a... yeah, screw extra innings. We're going to do home run derby. Get this over with in about 10 minutes. Thanks. Yep. Gee, going for that's interesting. Al, they're 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 uh they're entertaining the idea of the Elam rule for basketball, Al. The NBA oh, yeah. G League only, is going only to in the, only in the uh, G League. Only in the G League. Yep. The G League is going to enter 
introduce that. Yeah, the Pioneer League is independent, but I think they have uh, – Wilson said that too. Lou, I think what that is, they have some kind of a relationship with Major League, but it's not yeah. – they aren't one of the they classes. Like, what's that? Okay. Neither they don't have affiliations. No. Like, their teams are not affiliated. They're not um, – Okay. The Iowa Cubs, the AAA team. They're not the. Uh, hang on, I used to know the Mets. Um, oh, the uh, the Syracuse Mets. Are they the Mets Syracuse, now? Syracuse. I believe they are because um, yeah, because they sent one of their um, players up to Syracuse for for rehab, so they are connected with the Mets. There you go. See, so it, yeah, the Pioneer League's not like that. Al, I hope that we have entertained you. Okay. Lou, uh, I want to thank you I for the call. Uh, we'll get we'll, we'll let our listeners know Saturdays at um at, at what time are you going? Well, wait, you're central, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Chicago. in that case for you, for that case for you, it's 4 to 6 p.m. central time. In my case, 5 to 7 eastern time. But the number is still the same. Five one two five four three four six six two. I'll repeat it again. Five one two five four three four six six two. And I'll take calls from anywhere. Well, probably mostly in the lower forty-eight. So if you got time between four and six your time, or five to seven my time, or maybe it's uh, two a.m. in Bora Bora, give a call. Hey now, Lou. Hey brother. Thanks for the call. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, fellas. Happy anniversary. Oh, we got a happy anniversary. Thank you, Lou. Sorry to cut you off. Shoot. Well, partner, am I frozen or are you frozen? I see everything just fine, so I don't know. Okay, all right. But who knows what's really happening. Lou, our baseball expert, our our premium uh, baseball insider, uh, comes to us uh, from New Jersey occasionally. And uh, always, always love him. A big, big part of the show for the last couple of years. So good to hear from Lou. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, part of wow, the, you're pretty the latter half. Guy. Of it. Um, can we talk about your daily fantasy week here? Yeah, uh, we could do that. I mean, um, did I not catch where you? You did all right for a week one here? Well, money-wise, I didn't do okay. Okay. Like, it was a bad week um, overall, but I was able, again, to place 148 out of uh, 95,000 people. So that's what, what you – honestly, what you, what you need to do to make money in large tournaments is you have to hit the top 1%. And I was in the top 1% of uh, teams – with that, with that one team there. So th- that was good. That shows the process works. Most weeks I, I strike the, the top uh, 1%. And as long as that trend continues, you know, it just takes one, one team to go off and get lucky and uh, you're there. I mean, I think the guy who won the league was like 40 points ahead of me. So I had Irv Smith on that team who, who put up a big goose egg, uh, double stacked Minnesota. So I got the Jefferson equity and I got the uh, uh, nothing from the tight end, uh, but I, I got Kirk Cousins. You know, there was a lot. There was a lot of decisions last week that, just given it being the first week of the season, okay, uh, were hard to make. Like I just didn't. I didn't. I wasn't in game mode yet 
It, it takes sometimes going through a week <laughs> to remembering, oh, yeah, most of the guys in the middle don't really matter. Okay. I mean, you're talking about, you know, you debate whether to play a guy who's, uh, you know, 55 or uh, 5,300, and you're looking at their ceiling, and you're looking at all this, and you spend an hour debating this, and at the end of the day, they both put up 15 points. So, Wow. Um, I I saw that wrong. Then earlier I had, I had seen that you had a team that finished with 218 points, like 219 points in 148th yeah. place. Oh, and you were winning $10. The winning team was winning. $10. Right. I only pulled in 10 I points. thought that was pulling in four grand. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right. That's cool. Um, your biggest matchup of the week was probably the one in the sleeper league, the one that you're the commissioner in, right? No, no, no. That's my last priority every week. And yeah, uh, this week it proved again, because once again, you defeated me. Um, and I'm sure you're going to get to the Daily Fantasy League as well. No, I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up, but you did. You brought it up, so I guess we have to talk about the Daily Fantasy League. Um, last year, I um, I had a pretty good string. Like uh, I won quite a few of the contests in the Daily Fantasy good. League last year, right? Well, I mean, first I of all, I beat you in your yeah. in your league this this week. I didn't beat like I didn't beat you. Like we had a we had a mm-hmm. great matchup and it was very fun and I came out victorious. But there are no losers out in fantasy football because you put together a fun league. There's a lot of nice fun interactions, some digs at Joe, some people calling people racist. You know, it we're we're having fun. We're oh, we did to, have a, we did have a the racist thing was in the uh, year long. In, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, the, the slow draft. Yeah, yeah, the slow draft. It, I don't know. It wasn't. <laughs> Maybe we should do a faster yeah, draft. <laughs> Maybe that would. You know, me. <laughs> I recommend people maybe shut their the the, the uh, overnight in their drafts. They shut the chat room down. Yeah, shut the if chat room down. Option, right. Because I think some folks in the overnight start discussing <laughs> a bunch of guys who used to work at a bar together. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. But the uh, yeah that league actually I'm having a lot of fun with the with the sleeper app I'm I'm enjoying Great some app. of the fun features there and and I like the guys I like that you went ahead with the old uh, with the old work crew and just made the decision to move it over to yeah. that app it's a great app um so sleeper sleeper sponsored my uh, position in the Scott Fishbowl oh. Uh, you know, they they got me in the Scott Fishbowl, and uh, <clears throat> after that, you know, I really checked out their product, and uh, I watched a couple of videos, and How I, do you... I, I checked around the industry, and everyone seemed to, like, really like the Sleeper app, and uh, I decided, you know, my, my the biggest issue, number one, with having multiple teams is it's not centralized. I You know, I have a team on ESPN, I have a team on CBS, I have two teams on Sleeper. You know, I have the FFPC. Like, they're all different sites. It's got fishbowls on MLF, um, which, by the way, that's a horrible, horrible site. I understand why people use it. I'm still, still uh, trying to figure out that FPP thing, too. Yeah, FPP is a pretty simple website to use. Yeah. You know, if you want to look at free agents, go to the FF, the FAAB tab. Okay. I think that that's probably the, what you might be looking for. Um because it took me a second to find it. Um, but so there's a site. So anyways, um, Sleeper app, it's modernized. It's very easy. 
for a commissioner to use. It has a built-in chat room, which brings everybody together, mm-hmm. um, more so than, than on other apps. Um, you know, you, you have the ability to use GIFs and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, modern stuff. Mm-hmm. It gives you a report every week, uh, which I didn't know was going to happen. I saw that this morning. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, it shows you, like, who was the most efficient owner on the week. I didn't know that uh, Zach had a, had a better week than me until uh, I saw that. I yeah I had looked at it earlier and I thought I had I had had the top the top performance of the week but Zach rocked it. Yeah, well he had Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that'll do it. You have Justin Jefferson, you're in a pretty good situation. I think Justin Jefferson is going to be finished wide receiver one this year. Uh, I can't be kicking myself for drafting Cooper Cup over him in one of my leagues. <clears throat> my other, that's as a matter of fact, that's my other FFPC league. Um. Yeah, I know. Time, we gotta start rolling. I have a question. Um, did people Adams? Did people? Do people? Did they put Adams down further? And after one week, is it looking like maybe that like he should have been drafted a bit higher still? Or I mean, I think, we have to give it time, obviously. But what what do you think after week one? Because Adams had a great week. I think I think Adams was um, appropriately drafted. Okay. He, he he drafted generally. You generally he was there. You usually could get him at the ninth spot, and he was usually gone by the 13th or 14th pick, <laughs> um, which puts him at, like, receiver four, maybe receiver five. Okay. It's just he was – you know, you draft Justin Jefferson, you feel really good. You 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 draft Cooper Cup, you feel, you know, amazing. You draft uh, Jamar Chase, you know, you, you're, you're getting a hard on. You draft um, Stephon Diggs, you know, another boy. Yeah, but you draft Devontae Adams, the fifth guy in that list. It doesn't feel like the ceiling is as high with the with the Patriots, or I'm sorry, with the Raiders. But at the end of the day, I think it is. Um, I drafted him fairly aggressively. I took him. I if he was there at nine, he was generally my ninth pick, and I generally drafted at the back end of drafts. I don't know how the the laws of averages screw me to the back end of every fantasy draft there ever's been. Um, which you experienced when you co-owned a team with me. We got the 12th pick. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but we uh, but we didn't have the third-round reversal. Right. right. That's so another we got screwed in it. We got screwed. Like, we, we were hoping to find a third-round reversal yeah. one. It would have been nice. Didn't. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it wasn't. And we got the last pick, which it would have been nice in that spot. Al. Third round reversal. So, yeah. For those listening, it's a fantasy sports where it is the snake draft. First round starts with the first player, then it goes back, then it comes, you know, all the way at the end of the second round after it snakes back to the first pick. You have two picks with that first pick, right? You don't get to make right. that next pick right away. It jumps back to the third round, which helps even it out quite a bit. Yeah, data data shows that. When you have a standard draft without with the, your standard snake snake draft, that the guy who has the first pick and the guy who has the second pick have, especially the guy with the first pick, have a really big advantage. Um, the first three picks in a snake draft, <clears throat> the guy who picks first has three picks within the twenty five top twenty five players. Yep. You know he's the only guy who gets to pick three players out of the top twenty five. Um, but when you do the reversal, you know, he still has the first pick, which has the highest equity. 
statistically speaking, the first pick in the draft is still the best pick, even with third-round reversal. But suddenly, the guy who has the 12th pick, which statistically in a snake draft is the worst, he actually – actually, I think it's like ninth. The ninth pick is the worst. But um, he actually has a lot higher of a chance of a probability of winning than um, before. So the guy in the first loses a big advantage only to gain a slight advantage. Well, the guy in the 12th or the people drafting in the back end of the draft suddenly are closer to – to him than not. Right. So it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, every year, people who run leagues, God bless all the commissioners out there. I think Alabama should cut a, a song about them being hardworking people. Um, we haven't heard from Alabama in a couple of years. You know, maybe get the band back together, get Randy Owens and the boys. They cut a song about how awesome, you know, uh, commissioners of fantasy football leagues are because they do the Lord's work, Mark. They are. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, every league, and I hate running teams, absolutely despise it. Um, you hate, run, you hate running guy, teams? You said you hate running teams. I hate running leagues. Okay. It's not, it's not fun. It's not a good gig. Um, so every year there's somebody who's just a complete prick. And, yeah. and when you make rule changes, they fight you on everything. Sure. And 90% of the time, you're that guy nope. in one of my leagues. Didn't, so, I, I didn't fight you on any rule changes. I just didn't know how things were, so I was just asking. I was just asking questions. You can't ask Al Archer. You can't ask your commissioner any questions about the league. Everyone else says what a great commissioner I am, but yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think you're a great commissioner. I just wish that you were better at taking questions. Because those who are in the league have questions for the one running the league, and and the one running the league doesn't doesn't have patience for it. Nope. We could go. We could go to the uh, the text. That's not a commissioner. That's a dictator. Yeah. The problem is you have to like if you're going to be a good commissioner, Ooh. you kind of have to be a dictator because you ask people. You know, you have twelve people, which seems like a very easy deal. You know, the alderman of Chicago. Blog talk is going to be checking out on the live show. Uh, the podcast will still be available. Yep. But. So you have 12 people and you ask them a simple question like, hey, would you guys mind if we switched uh, to this other app because it's easier for me and it's easy, it's going to make the league better? You know, all of a sudden you have four people who won't answer. They just won't. They're not going to vote. So now you have – so now you're down out of 12. You're down to eight people. It sounds, sim- it sounds similar people. to a lot of government. Like, yeah. yeah. So. so now you only have eight people voting. So, you know, uh, suddenly four of them vote yes, four of them vote no, and, like, you're just left there going, well, what do we do? It's not even a majority. What, what do you do? So you just got to, like, when the move makes perfect sense, you have to take it. You have to be a dictator and don't even ask. Doesn't it sound similar <laughs> to, the way that, to the way the American voting system goes anyway? Like, very, very. So you're, you're, you're pro-dictatorship. Yeah, I, uh, a representative republic okay. is what I am. Hmm. So uh, – then, but if it pertains to scoring, you, you have to ask the, the league. You can't just all of a sudden go, "Hey right. guys, we're now a, you know a two quarterback league, full point PPR." Goodbye, like, live blog cool. talk listeners out there. See you later. Goodbye. Blog talk. Thanks, Lou. Yeah. Um, so scoring things of that nature, I think it, it's appropriate to actually vote, especially if the league's been around a long time. 
you're making decisions. But if, if it's for the overall health of the league, you just make the quick change. And you tell you have to tell it. The key is you have to tell yeah. everybody what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like third round reversal, I decided. I saw the data. I go, this makes sense for me. I don't know if the league is going to like it, and I want to try it. So let's do it. So my thinking was, let me do it. Let everybody experience it. Then let them vote for next year. So it's a temporary rule to see if people are good with it. So they've they've gone through the process. So they can make an edge because I don't expect everyone to do all the data research I did. You know, mm-hmm. I don't expect them to read articles on it. Right. Um, but if you experienced it and you had the first pick of the draft. I thought you were going to fight me tooth and nail in third round reversal. I was surprised you didn't. And no, I was man. surprised you were supportive of it after the fact, after the draft. Well, so, I'll, I'll give you a couple reasons. I'll give you a couple reasons on that. If, if you'd like. Okay. One is that, and I don't know what your numbers look like, but mine show that I did much better than the person who had the last pick in the draft. And yes. normally I thought that would have evened it out for said yeah. person who had the last pick in the draft. So in our league, I was not, I was fine. Like, yeah. And I felt like my draft went really well. And obviously I'm looking at numbers based on the data that I have and what I wanted to do. And so, yes, it's going to tell me I did good. I want to know what, what your numbers say for how the league is. If, is that true that I did end up, Having like the guy who had yeah. last didn't it didn't end up working in their advantage. It doesn't appear, and maybe it will. Who knows how it all plays out? But as of right now, it looks to me like number twelve in the draft doesn't fare as well as me. Am I wrong on that? No, you're you're, you're absolutely right. You had a really good draft, and um, I just I just made the obvious choices the whole way through. I don't think I jumped too much in places. W. Wilson, let's just say I used an executive order on third round reversal. So factor that in. in oh, in an executive I'm, order that I'm, I, I used an executive order. Larger, I do like that. That is a. I'm I'm with you on that one, Al. I'm there. Yeah. And I by the way, to be done, and we're, we're going to vote on it now. And we did in the past. I like your obvious Man. shirt. Your Steve McMichael obvious shirt. It's awesome. Thank you. Nice gift. It looks great. Appreciate Happy that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's true. He should be in the Hall of Fame. If, War, if Warren Sapp's in the Hall of Fame, Warren stats to Warren Sapp. I heard I heard uh, Ric Flair brought that up in a podcast recently too, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Like we knew that. We we know that. You know that, of course, Al. But anyway. Yeah, I've been yelling about that for years. Yeah. It's silly how great his. Yeah. Anyway, um, as you were saying, uh, as far as that league goes, yeah, I did better. Uh, I thought in the draft than him. I didn't know how like that I had a good draft because I've had bad ones. And you saw um, the, the Ross's league. My my draft was pitiful. You're in, la- you're in like last place right awesome. now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in fourth place. Yeah, one and zero. Yep, absolutely. So we're in this we're in this league. We went head to head this week, and you did beat me, but I still put up like 140 points. Like, yeah. you had a, your your team had a really good week. My team had a good week, and you got the edge on me. So. Um, but according to data, yeah, you were projected to win that game. You are projected to I win was. the league. Yeah. Um, and what? I did think you had a really nice draft. What is uh, what is the data you're looking at? See, on, well, I, where I, where I, are I, you projected to be? That loss hurt your projection, I'm sure. I think we both use Fantasy Pros League Analyzer. So. Oh, okay. Is it this? <laughs> which which Fantasy Pros League Analyzer is using their data now? My draft is based off a different board. Than right. their board, right? So 
Exactly. Okay, so you're looking at the same one. Are you third? Why did data from Star Trek pop in? Huh? Data from Star Trek. Oh, because I've said data, you said data, and I think I think he I think oh audio kid jumped in and said data from Star Trek. Hey audio kid, audio ID kid. Would you say data? Doug in Evergreen Park. Hello, buddy. Good to see you there. Thank you. I did. I think I said data. And I think data is from Star Trek, right? The lady on the news said data. I was new generation. I say data. I think data might be standard English. I'm not 100% on that. We'll have to get a linguistics expert in here one night. Yeah, well, I say Jardinera, pal. Jardinera, yeah. Jardinera. Uh, Oh, hey, I, I need to bring something up really quick. I'm sorry about Susie's. Did I get a chance to bring that up when we went to wrestling? Um, uh, the over there on the uh, no, not Susie's. Uh, Susie's, Susie's is a shithole. All right. <laughs> like uh, it's closed for a reason. I mean, it was terrible. The diner's gone. What's the new one like that opened up less than a block away on the other side of the alley, basically? Well, oh, that's it... been around forever. That's the Greek place. Oh, like Nico's. Okay. All right. It has been there but for a long the time. The deal with Susie's is Susie's used to be open all night. Ah, so late night work. But, Prior to that, they were sporadically open, and then they stopped in the p- pandemic, and they didn't. Uh, they Data didn't pop back from Star Trek. Got it. Thank you for that. Okay. Yes. Then, then after the pandemic, they didn't really pop back in. Yeah, they haven't opened overnight. As a matter of fact, the only place I'm back there, Clark, after years of absence, I'm back at the Ash, the diner on Irving Park in Ashland. Uh oh. That's the only late night place still open. It burned down. They built it up. It's like the Phoenix. Hang on. Irving Park. Irving Park. Oh, you're going back to Diner Grill? Yeah, Diner Grill. It's back. It's back in the rotation. It's on your list. It's the only place open. You once sat down next to former Secretary of State, or the man who played former Secretary of State, Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges. At the Diner Grill. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's true story. I was at the Diner Grill. It was like late afternoon. Um, I was hungover, and I, I was eating at the diner. And next to me was a guy who I thought, I was like, this guy looks like Jeff Bridges. This guy kind of looks like the dude. And uh, so he <laughs> was on funny. the phone, and he was talking about flying back to Hollywood and some party he was having so later that night. You knew something. Yeah, I knew, he, I knew he was famous. And then afterwards, I Googled the – I forgot he had a brother. I forgot about Bo Bridges. Yep. So I looked at a picture. I'm like, damn, I was sitting next to Bo Bridges. I guess he threw out the first pitch or something. He was probably at Wrigley. Did you – oh, that makes sense. I only went there regularly as a fella going there at about 3 a.m. to the diner grill yeah. eating a slinger. I did right. – I, I, I think I've got two slingers under my belt. Never good. They put Even your name my, on the wall now. Huh? They put your name on the wall now. Oh, there's a name. Of course they do. Why would you do good? Good for them. But when I – in the younger days, like, you know, the body can handle other types of food and eating different types of things at different times of the night. But eating a slinger at the end of your night was never the right thing to do. Right? Right. Yeah, you didn't uh, – slinger's a bad idea. As a matter of fact, I was at the uh, diner grill did, about a week ago. I only did Hollywood once, Audio ID Kid, uh, over there at Ashland and North, uh, 2 a.m. place. There you go. Al? You were uh, saying? Sorry, bud. Yeah, so I was there about a week ago, and uh, I was sitting next to a kid who ordered the uh, slinger. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, bad move, man. And sure enough, he got like 
halfway through it, and his friends were like, uh, you know, hey, what are you doing, man? And he's like, yeah, I'm done. He gave it a shot. I feel like people come in to give it a shot, you know? They'll yeah, but try. like people who are actually eating there, like to eat, they they know better. You don't yeah. do that. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's it's my go to again. They play they play Spanish music, which I actually really dig. But yeah, they play absolutely. it really loud. Uh, I don't like loud music. But yeah, I'm, outside that, that of, me. outside of work, Al, you definitely don't like loud music. I would gather. No, when I'm coming, like yeah, I've just been DJing. I'm yeah. done. I want quiet, and uh, that's not what I get there, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um, what um the early outlooks for daily fantasy for next week, my friend? Yeah, let me pop that open uh, real quick here. Um, I, I, might well, well, go, well, I might need to go try to find time for a, a quick dessert before she goes to bed here in a few minutes. I mean, I know this is our anniversary, Al. But maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to go longer than nine o'clock. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, same here. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we did. We we even got a late start there. Um. So you you knew that the Niners were going to win, and you know the Packers are going to win, right? No, I don't think that, I don't. I don't know that. I don't night, know Chris. who's going to win that game. Good night, buddy. Night, Great. Chris. Thank you for checking in. So there's there's still a chance. Most of the program. Um, What's that? Well, even if W. Wilson, uh, if Chris did agree with you most of the program, I still oh, yeah. appreciate it. I'm thank I'm thankful for him. And he. Oh, you ought to be. Yeah, absolutely. What was the question? I thought I feel like. There oh, was a, you're a gonna. Question. What's coming up for next week? What I'm are, your, what are your early picks? You know, prior to that, we went to a wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, that we did. Yes. At all. All out. You know, everything we saw got erased because that night at a press conference, yeah. CM Punk went crazy. Uh, the Young Bucks went crazy. And the whole AEW locker room started falling apart. So let's talk about that quickly while, I, while I'm pulling up information for next it week. It wasn't going well to begin with. No. Uh, us going to that show, Al... We bought tickets because we needed to for all three nights, and I knew I could go to at least two of three. That I didn't end up being able to go to two of three, but that like because Lauren had a work event that like on that Friday night that she couldn't miss. Uh, she's worked with a a, co- a coworker uh, who, who she then became his boss, and he's been there forever. And it was his last day, his goodbye party. So I'm like, all right, I have to go to, like, I have to be home with the kids. Our babysitter crapped out on us at the last minute. So that's I wasn't that a, So I only made it to one show that week, and I'm sorry about that. I, well, I wasn't upset. I was confused. I didn't understand what was going on. When you explain the situation more in detail, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I was never upset yeah. about it because. I'm terrible at explaining to, things. You know this, which is great I went as to the, a co-host. Yeah. Absolutely. I went to the Wednesday show and uh, I was kind of bored. Like it was just a lot. You know, they tape an hour before they do a two hour live wrestling show on TV and then they tape another show afterwards. Right. So four hours and a lot of it is ma- outside of the television show. Those two hours, it's a lot of match after match after match after match of people who don't matter. You know, it's uh, yeah. a wrestling show versus a jobber. And it got boring. 
And they don't take their Friday show serious. Like, it's, right. it's generally a beat show. It, it's thunder. <laughs> it, it's thunder. It's heat. It's, right? Like, it's Sunday night heat. It's, yeah. it's WCW Thunder over on Absolutely. TBS. So. It, and by the time Friday rolled around, they had announced 14 matches for the pay-per-view on Sunday. <laughs> So I was just like, man, I have Friday off. Like, I had my, the day off from work. I should go to this wrestling show, but you couldn't come. I, I didn't really – I didn't try really hard to find anybody, but I did, I did you know, put some re- reachers out there. Uh, and then it was like, well, you know, do I offer a stranger, you know, somebody, like, in the chat, you know. Right. Uh, sure. Uh, somebody something. out there. Like, like we, we know some wrestling fans out there that you're – you know, that we don't hang out. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So I was like, maybe I'll offer it to an acquaintance, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to deal with that. So at the end of the day, I'm like, man, it's just too much wrestling. So I went to a really nice Italian restaurant that just opened up down the street, dropped like a hundred dollars just on myself there. Um, you know, I got, I got the uh, oysters and the uh, steak and the, you know, the baked nice. Alaskan, nice. just, just went all out and uh, a couple of uh, Manhattans. You, you went all out. I went all out or all out. There you go. And, uh, yeah, so I enjoyed myself. So I wasn't upset at all. Uh, and I didn't really mind biting the, you know, losing money on the tickets. Right. Take, take loss. You know, it just, <laughs> it was what it was. If I thought if Sunday the delivered. State, if the state show. of the company had already been in a better place, I think maybe both of us would have pushed, like I would have like hit the last person ever who could have stayed with my children that night, you know? Like I would have, you know, stretched the boundaries a little bit more, but it was like, like, and I did, yeah. Yeah, like, I, yeah, did the due diligence there. And then some, you're right. That show, I, as, as I said to you, like, as we said, going out there with, uh, Aaron, uh, yeah. yeah Aaron. It, uh, I thought maybe, Hey, hopefully this can surprise us. And when we left the drive home, I'm like, yeah, I thought that was a good show. I enjoyed it. All out. I enjoyed all the matches. I enjoyed everything about it. And then we got home, and CM Punk had done his medium scrum. Oh, boy. And everything appears like he just went completely off script and threw the whole thing off the rails. Which, maybe some of it was calling out the ineptitude of the entire company. Perhaps. Perhaps he wasn't wrong in everything that he said. Perhaps, my favorite. Perhaps it was a very my, poor timing. Well, go ahead. Your favorite one. My favorite moment of the whole thing. So, you know, he was in a lawsuit with this guy Scott, well, Colt Cabana, and uh, they were best friends, and it ended poorly. Uh, we've had on Billy Wack on this program before, who, uh, who helped develop CM Punk Young. I love. And uh, everybody I speak to, not just Billy Wack, but a lot of people I speak with, everybody ends up with friends of Punk has a bad relationship with them after. Yeah. It then never ends well. Um, I've heard the word sociopath thrown a lot around often by multiple people that legitimately they think he is, he has some issues. You know, I don't know. I don't know the man. I, I'm not a doctor or clinical and that, that's a heavy word to throw at somebody. So, um, I, you know, but right. Right. he definitely has some personality issues. His history in workplace situations has proven that. So he's at this press conference with Tony Khan, the owner of the company, whose dad is Shad Khan. Uh, one of the richest men in the world, you know, uh, owns the Jaguars, uh, amongst other things. And he decided instead of waiting to give money to his kids after he dies, 
he's going to give the money to his kids now so that they can uh, do what they want to do. And he can help guide them. He can offer them advice and, and, and tips that he wouldn't have had uh, growing up. And that, you know, he obviously can't give if he's dead. So, you know, smart move. He was at the show. Uh, my buddy uh, was up in a, in a box, Aaron, actually, who we drove in with. Yep. He was up in a box and he, uh, he, Chad sat right there. So the old man was actually at the show. And uh, we should we should have shook him down for some money for this show. We should have sure. found him. Absolutely. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we should have complimented him on his mustache. He would have he would have been excited about your mustache, and boom, they would have sponsored this show, and we'd we'd be in a, a billion dollar oh studio. Oh my gosh! Right yeah. Instead, we chose the other seats where we bought tickets for three other shows. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Actually, our seats weren't bad. They weren't bad at all. Minus the giant ogre sitting in front of me. As but always. um, as always. But uh, so he's sitting there and he just starts ripping viciously, ripping this guy Colt Cabana. <laughs> and we're not sitting there; we're home. Yeah, yeah. And this then, is on. Look this up on YouTube. It's the media. Yeah, I had first caught the clip of the part of it, and then I watched all of it after. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts just going off on Colt Cabana, and it's so mean, it's so vicious, and it's so out of the blue. You could tell this isn't the work. This is legitimate. This is this is a guy who's so full of himself. He doesn't understand the situation or what, what the purpose is of him being at that media conference. Um, and he just goes off on this guy. And, uh, you know, he basically he got accused of getting this guy fired uh, by other people in the company who happen to be executive vice presidents of the company who are also talent. You know, the young bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, that they leaked into the press that he got Colt Cabana fired. And mm-hmm. which I don't think was true. Um, and Tony Khan, I think, said, OK, you know, you can say something about this and I'll defend you. Right. Tony Khan was defensive of him. But then there's a point where he's this is my favorite part of the whole thing. He's ripping on <laughs> Cabana and he goes, you know, like, I want everybody to know this guy shares a bank account with his mother. Right. And, and, and sitting next to him is this trust fund kid. Who's paying him all these millions of dollars? Who also shares a bank account with his father? So, you know, he emasculated the president of this company. Yeah. Um, by the yeah, way, he, he was did. speaking. When the president of the company tried to like interject, he just railroaded him. Um, it was ugly. It was it was bad. It was bad. And uh, so he goes to the back and. You know, he basically he, he basically said, I'm working with fucking children, I believe was the exact quote. Yeah. He did give a shout out to the Mandy's Bakery, uh, which was funny. Mindy's uh, so he's, he's eating Mindy's, Mindy's, Mindy's Bakery in Chicago. He's eating these brownies from Mindy's Bakery. They're, they're only open like four days a week with really wild hours, and they sell out of all of their bakeries, by yeah, the way. I stopped by to look to at that. Yeah, yeah. They're done, they're done early, and uh, yep. it's first come, first serve. About four days a um, week. Yeah, it's nice. I only work four days a week, Clark. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so at, backstage, allegedly, the Young Bucks come and they, they get they, they get into a fight and a, a dog is attacking and there's somebody gets bitten by a seal. And oh, yeah, somebody tries to save the dog. Kenny was trying to save uh, CM Punk's dog or something and yeah, not good. Quickly, just to address a, a question in the chat here. Audio ID kid. Question, gents. Do we like the Bears plus 10, plus 9.5, or are the Packers going to roll? I didn't realize the point spread was that high. Um, yeah, 
Do the Bears surprise us and squeak one out or get crushed on Sunday? I already bet the Bears. My answer is I honestly have no idea. No idea. I I don't think the Bears are as good as they looked are you, in the flood. Are you happy about a little bit more disciplined football? Yes. Yeah, yeah 100%. Absolutely. The Bears are more disciplined. They look more like a football team than I would imagine. <laughs> but, but you, you know. You can't the, argue on the talent. Like, Yeah, the talent is bad. And um, we'll see, though. The, but as I said earlier in the show, the Packers right now are, are just a mess. And Aaron Rodgers looks uninspired and he's getting upset. And uh, the Packers could be in an absolute meltdown mode. So the Bears could, could be coming off the tie of the wind and the Packers uh, in this meltdown mode. Their receiving core isn't much better than ours. Uh, their run game is, uh, is a lot better than ours. Um, and their defense uh, should be able to handle the Bears, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, my instinct would say take 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 the take the points of the Bears. Um, if if the point spread is truly that high, uh, I I got I, I think I'm going to take the Bears on that. But uh, overall, I, I do feel like the Packers bears, are probably going to win the game. But I think there's hope. I'm not certain like I was last week. Uh, I, I think there is hope that the Bears win this game. There are scenarios which they oh can. well then if you're not certain then I. Fucking Packers win, I guess. Damn it! I, I, I'm putting it at about like sixty uh, percent on the Packers winning, forty percent on the Bears, and uh, it might, I, I could adjust up to ten points given this week. So I mean, by by Sunday it could be a fifty-fifty. It could be a coin toss for me. I got to do the research. I got to I got to watch a little more game film, and I got to read some. You know, I got to see what Evan Silva his breakdown on the game is. Who, by the way, saved us a win in the FFBC because he he got a call from a beat writer from the New York Giants just by chance earlier in the week. And uh, he told Silva that uh, Tony uh, Giants is in the doghouse and is barely going to play. And he's been demoted to fourth by the receiver. Shut the fuck up. That's why we, that's why we also drafted Gallon, Al, right? Yeah. Who, by the way, is on the drop list this week. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, we can discuss those strategies later, but maybe we should uh, look at a... Well, text me after the show for our team what you want to do with free agency. I'll text you some thoughts I have as well. Um, my pizza place suddenly is saying it doesn't deliver here, which is crazy. It's right down the street. Maybe it's as it's delivery time. I don't know. But uh, you know, I should go you, first. You know where it's really hard to get pizza delivery? Arlington Heights. Where? Arlington Heights. Well, I don't live in Arlington. Well, I don't care. a lot of people are going to be staying in hotels out there. They're going to be like, oh, I'm used to going to Chicago Bears games, getting pizza any time of the fucking night I want. And then all of a sudden it's like 2 a.m. in Arlington Heights and they can't get a fucking good Chicago-style thing crust pizza. I wouldn't be surprised if the hotels and that little district they're building. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so perfect. Style. It's going to be great. It, 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 it probably is going to have some kind of Chicago-style pizza place. Yeah, you're probably Maybe right. home run in. Yeah, you know, uh, in. Their, their, their franchise is always trying to find places, uh, which, by the way, I used to hate their pizza and it uh, grew on me. Uh, home run in. So anyway, yeah, CM, the bottom line on the CM Punk thing is home run in, home run in, home runs in frozen pizza. They're top of the line. They're like top two to three frozen pizza. It's growing on me. I, I do have to say right. it's been a while okay. since I purchased it. Yeah. I mean, my theory on pizzas don't buy frozen. Just order pizza. You, my dad, rest in peace, my dad and you. You too. He always yeah. he's like, "What are you doing cooking a frozen pizza?" Right. Yeah. If you're going to do pizza and consume those calories, just go pick it up the down the street. 
get the good stuff. Man. All right, fair. All right, CM Punk. So every week I order a uh, pizza on Monday, and last two weeks ago I, I went and got the Hawaiian pizza, um, which I hadn't done since I've been maybe a kid outside of like uh, office parties and whatnot. Yeah, you get it. I, I got What'd you put on it? I saw you tell somebody on Twitter about this. I did uh, Canadian bacon, pineapple, and jalapenos. You had sweet, salty, and uh, spicy. All in the. It was fantastic. I ordered it again the second week, and uh, it was too much. So it's it's in the rotation once every two to three months now. I think Audio ID Kid just said that there's six pizza places at least available late night around Arlington Heights. Oh, is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying there's at least six pizza places available in Arlington Heights anytime you need? I doubt it. Not like. Not you like know, you're here in the city. No bullshit. And we have the quality listener uh, here who, who knows what's going on. I don't. He know. gets it. I don't know. Maybe. Doug. Doug. Uh, Doug. I Doug, do, see, spoiler Doug's alert. Doug's in the suburbs. I enjoy the suburbs. I love the suburbs. Suburbs are great, man. Great. I grew up in the suburbs. They're great. It it does take a while to get to. It is a pain in the ass to do, but. I enjoy my time there. Yeah, it does. It takes a while to get to. Harder to get into the city than. Oh, are you telling me it doesn't take me a long time to get back to Kirkland? It takes me a long time. Oh, there it is. Oh, he says they're going to build six pizza places in the new Bears housing complex. Yeah, and what are they going to do in the off season? What are they going to do in the fucking off season? It'll be. Well, you're concerned about the people visiting Clark, not the people who live there. So your point is moot. You've got to move points. I want the new stadium in Arlington Heights. I need it. I think it's going to be the best. That is my real opinion. My online persona has been nothing but to rile up Al Larcher and everybody. Next week, next week we're going to talk about this online persona. That, that's going to online be the persona. It's a, it's a bull. Like I don't give a Clark shit what I put out there online. I absolutely do. I'm, everybody has two personalities. You see people chatting it up on Twitter. You see people chatting it up on Facebook. Then you get in real life, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? No, no, no. Everyone's no, completely fucking different from there. And, and, and it's real. Like, it's real is the problem. And then anytime it gets too real, you claim it. It's just a bit. So It's all next a bit. We'll it's all a bit. Online we is a bit. four minutes. Quickly, CM Punk is a child. Yeah. He, he acted like a baby. He basically ruined AEW. I mean, they had to strip him of a world title. Now he's injured. I think he's going to end up leaving the company, and rightfully so. Kenny Omega, the and, Young Bucks. And there's a are, good chance that it's all a work. Kenny, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are all children, and uh, uh, they acted inappropriately, and they deserve to be suspended. Everybody's a loser in that situation. As far as the Bears, um, I, I think uh, it, it's going to be the most important game of the season. It's going to define us one way or the other. We'll be able to tell if this is a six-win or a four-win team afterwards. <clears throat> as far as fantasy football for the week, um, there's a couple games I really like. Right now, my focus is on the uh, Seattle Seahawks against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I, I really like Russell Wilson. I like his receiving options. And then you get a clear run back in Debo. Uh, is or Russell AI. Williams going to play for – Russell Wilson going to play for Seattle this week? I'm sorry. I really like the Denver um, – the Denver-Texas games uh, because of, <laughs> of both teams. And uh, uh, I like Denver in the altitude. We, we, we saw – 
we saw Russ Wilson. Um, what did he throw for? You know, the question was, are they going to let Russ cook? Uh, Wilson threw in that game for hold on, hold on. Data's pulling up now. Do you think head coach is going to make as many is going to make the mistakes that were made this week or make corrections? Because I think he's going to make corrections. I don't care about coaching in fantasy football. Uh, but sure. You know, you don't. Sure. It's not a focus. What I care about is he threw the ball forty-two times. Yep. He's going up against the Houston Texans, yep. who, by the way, might be able to steam back. You got a clear run back, and there's only one run back. Unlike the other team, I, I thought was the right team, the Seattle Seahawks, because I'm so used to Wilson being there. <clears throat> um, you got a clear run back with uh, Brandon Cooks. He's the only player on the Houston Texans worth playing in fantasy. So you know what your run back is. Okay. This uh, this Jerry Judy, um Russell Wilson connection is real. Um, I like what they're doing, and uh, uh, so I'm going to play. Uh, I'm definitely going to play Judy. And then, you know, you, you pair him maybe with Cortland Sutton and you do the double sack or the tight end. Uh, you, you play one of those two and, and you know, you're going to get magic. Um, also, the, the Los Angeles Rams going up against the uh, broken Atlanta Falcons. Uh, by the way, my two concerns in fantasy right now are if you're a Kyle Pitts owner, the guy's bad. You know, he puts up 13 fantasy points every game. And, you know, he, he, he's a guy who should have been drafted late. He, he was drafted in the third and fourth round. It would have taken to get him. I'm, I'm really concerned about that pick. I'm also very concerned about the uh, situation in Jacksonville with the running back. Um, James Robinson uh, rushed the majority of the times. I think Travis Etienne only had four, four touches in the game. Uh, as an owner, as a guy who did draft Travis Etienne, um, I'm really worried about that pick right now. Thankfully, I didn't draft any Cam uh, Cam Akers, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, yep. And I didn't get any Kyle Pitts. Uh, but if you have a Kyle Pitts, you know, look to look to move him. Everybody, I mean, everybody was on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, was I was he, too. Was going he into top this three, week. top three. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely end? the fourth, four, the third or fourth tight uh, tight end drafted wow. for sure. I mean, Waller, Andrews. And uh, Kittle, no, uh, Kelsey. And then it's a coin toss between Kittle and uh, Pitts. Okay. So those are my concerns. I really like that game. A sneaky game with potential to shoot out. Carson Wentz went off last week with the Washington Commanders. Going up against the Lions, who have a scary good offense, and they're playing in the Dome. Uh, You know, you – you got you got a lot of equity there. Christian Kirk, or uh, that's Jacksonville. Close the tab there. Um, Amari St. Brown, obviously a good play. DJ Shark, um, all, all playable for the Detroit Lions. Swift, obviously a really good play. Terry McLaurin, a great run back uh, for the Washington Redskins uh, Commanders. And uh, uh, Jonah Dotson is a guy I, I'm going to put a lot of focus on. So. Uh, th- those are the games I'm really focused on right now. The rest are, you know, pick them, take them or leave them. Tampa Bay Saints should put up a lot of points, uh, but it's a game I'm not necessarily interested in. Cincinnati versus Dallas could have been good, but with Dak gone, um, you know, Cincinnati, man, they came out passing. Last year they started really slow. You know, they were throwing 25, 30 times a game. Um, and then suddenly at the end of the year they started trusting in Burrow and they turned it on, and they started cooking with gas. You know, the game last week went in overtime, but I think uh, Joe Burrow had something like 
45 plus passes. Oh. I think he was in the 50 range. Okay. So they're using him. They're throwing with him. You got Jamar Chase. You got you got Burrow. Uh, Higgins had a bad week. He's questionable. So I'm going to be monitoring that situation. Uh, yeah, 53 pass attempts last week for, for Joe Burrow. And that's a guy, man, if he's passing, that was the question with him. They worried that people wouldn't be passing, and he's passing. So Joe Burrow against Dallas could be good. But he, that game could also be lo- really low scoring or, or one-sided with the Bengals just dominating and uh, then slowing down their offense. So that would be my concern. And then obviously the big one, the main event, 425, the late game, uh, the, the Seattle Seahawks, or I'm sorry, the Arizona Cardinals versus the uh, the Raiders. Uh, you know, uh, Carr has been cooking. Carr Adams' connection is working. Uh, the Arizona looks pretty rough, but if they're going to bounce back, this is it. They, they were they were hurt with the receiving situation yep. last week. They had to deal with that. Con- this week, they may, they may be getting more back. Connors didn't have the worst game ever, right? You know, Connors was a pretty decent play. Uh, not as good as I would have liked, right? Uh, especially given the game environment. I thought he he would uh, get a higher higher uh, ceiling. Okay. But you know, yeah, as uh, audio kid, audio ID kid is pointing out, uh, Arizona needs the game. So, you know, the mm-hmm. Raiders are a potent offense that like to push the ball. This should be an up tempo game. Uh, I believe Arizona runs a fast tempo, and uh, I think they even do no, little no huddle, and then uh, Arizona is going to be looking to push the ball and pass the ball. You know, you have Hunter Renfro, uh, who didn't have a great game last week, but, I mean, this is a good bounce-back spot for him. Oh. Uh, Devontae Adams is going to feast. Uh, Marquise Brown, a little worried about, but... Uh, I've got a question, play. Al. If somebody offered yeah. you Amari Cooper for Hunter Renfro. Yeah. So you, you're talking about the number one wide receiver in Cleveland. Uh, versus, you know, the number two wide receiver in, in the Raiders. But you're talking about a, a, a an offense that's uh, capable versus the Cleveland Browns, uh, who have clear quarterback issues with Joe, right. uh, Jacoby Brissett. Last game, Joby, uh, J- Jacoby Brissett threw the ball 34 times, um, which is, you know, not bad, not good, but it's concerning. Uh, Antonio and uh, Cooper's a guy who has to eat. You know, he has to be fed the ball a lot. And uh, if, if they don't get it, him the ball, uh, that could be a loss. Just looking at targets from last week, <clears throat> Hunter Renfro saw uh, six targets, three catches, 21 yards. Not a great game, but he was, he was covered fairly well, which opened the ball up for Adams. So I wouldn't read too heavy into it. I saw some video clips of uh, Amari Cooper. Um, I saw all his receptions. He also had six targets caught three for 17 yards. He did have like a, a big, uh, like a 40 yard pass that would have been a touchdown erased by pass interference. Okay. So on after him, that, in, he, he had a pass I interference. Think, the pass interference was on him. It was on him. Yeah. Okay. He should have, I mean, he should have had a 40 yard touchdown pass yeah. in that game, which would have made all the difference. Now you're talking about him going for a, you know, 80 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think, uh, I think I, I would take the risk and I would take Cooper, especially if you're in a good position otherwise. Ah, I was just offered before the season started and I didn't, I didn't take it because I'm still waiting out exactly what you were kind of discussing here. Yeah. I think they're very comparable. Like I, I think one way or the other, they're, they're comparable plays. So, 
All right. You know, I would take Christian Kirk over all of them. That's where I would where wow. I would aim. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. So, all right. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. I think we're going to focus more on wrestling and uh, fantasy going forward. Well, yeah. There's a little bit of a format change, I, I understand. So. I, I believe we could have a bit of a format change. What are you next year we Next week we may dedicate an hour to fantasy football. Um, I wouldn't mind if we, if we dedicated an hour to it and decided when that was. And then, uh, you know, uh, the other time we could do bears and wrestling. Yeah, or something. sounds good to me. Yeah, I just uh, I'd like to break it down like that. But uh, as always, uh, thank you so much for listening. Al, it was great to do a show again. Sorry about all of the rust here. I literally have cobwebs hanging on the camera there. I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. I lost the ring light be that I got in the brushing thing. The ring light's not working, so I had to get another light over there. Oh no! And now I think it's too I just bright. Don't care about my lighting—that's my secret. Did you? Uh, do you still have that ring light that I got in the brushing incident of? Uh, I do. Yeah. Of 2021. Yeah. Cat hasn't knocked it over and broke it yet. Thank you, Rygar. All right. Thank you to all our great callers. Thank you to everybody who's in the chat rooms. Thank you for anybody who uh, listens on delay, on Th- demand. Thank you uh, to executive producer Lauren for calling in. Former, Former yep. Thank you to longtime caller, longtime listener Lou for calling in. And thank yeah, you Lou. to those of y'all hanging out in the Twitch chat. Coach Ryan, W. Wilson, and most of all, Doug, thank you to ID me. Kid, Chris. Yep. Good night, Al. Acknowledge I got to get in my pickup truck, drink from Steve Wiser's, listen to some Backstreet Boys. I'd like to thank Clark. Let's just see about that. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Thank you, Smash!